classic but before we get to that ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in listening powering your walk your jog your cleaning your boring desk job powering your ears with talking during movies i greatly appreciate it get at us talking during movies podcast at gmail.com at talking during movies on twitter and talk during movie on or i'm sorry at talk during movies on instagram at talk during movie on twitter let us know today we're going to be doing snatch the uh, often copied, never duplicated. Best to talk over because who really understands what anyone's saying? Joining us late will be Jason Dick. He will come in as a triumphant prodigal son returning. But with us now, you know, and this is going to be fun for me, uh, a gentleman on and off the court, a guy I, get a, I, get, I met through basketball, uh, also uh, part of the Nice Kicks family. So we've had Matt, we've got Ian. Now we've got my good friend, Albert Briggs. Albert, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm amazing. Uh, by the way, you crushed that intro. Uh, <laughs> trying to get as many brownie points as possible, so all the listeners like me more than they like Matt and Ian. We always have a, a pretty healthy competition going on in the office, so thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us. We, uh, I, I greatly appreciate it. So uh, as we do always, I'm going to crush, I'm going to try this new thing. It's funny. Uh, I was telling you about some other beers we might be having, but uh, we're going to go... For for yourself and listen, they've been doing it for over a hundred years. They do it well. You got a Bud Light, yeah, yeah. You yeah, got a Bud, Texas Bud I've Light. Heard of these guys? Heard of I've, those guys? Bud Light. Mm, interesting. I, we'll see how this goes. We'll see how this goes. I've got a Bravery Red IPA from Friends and Allies with uh, tropical fruit, melons, and pine. Uh, this will be interesting. So we just crack these open uh, close to the mic, and now it's officially begun. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know, spoiler alert: Snatch uh, doesn't come with subtitles. So hang on to your hat. Uh, we're, and we're not listening to it, so I really don't care. But uh, this is a movie that Albert picked. And right. it, t- tell us why you picked Snatch. What, what do you like? Well, you sent me a list of movies. They all seem, they all have a, a, a general theme, which is an accent and a crime. Yeah, and a lot of people, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people getting hurt and shot and killed. Um, I, 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 this, so this is actually an amazing movie, but I traditionally like really bad movies, and I just want something that is visually stunning and going to entertain me. But I think Snatch is, Snatch is amazing because, first off, I think this is Brad Pitt's best performance as the bare-knuckle boxing champion. Uh, believe the first time I saw this, I was in high school, and I was like, that's me. I'm going to be the guy that just one punch knocks people out and is, like, super jacked. Uh, definitely not me. I've never knocked anybody out with one punch yet. Uh, but there's still, <laughs> there's, time. there's still time. Yeah, and and it's got, I mean, it's got diamonds, it's got gangsters, it's got a little bit of everything. So if you can get over the fact you can't understand anything, 
that they're saying, uh, you're going to love this movie. And, and some would argue Guy Ritchie's best and maybe most successful film. He's had some 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 doozies as of late. Yeah, yeah, a few few flops, a few amazing hits, but you know this is this is peak Guy Ritchie for sure. Guy Ritchie is to fights what M Night M Night Shyamalan is to uh, mysteries. They're either really really good or really really bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what a comeback for M Night though. Like <laughs> seriously, I mean, who who would have thought that he just pulled from that franchise from like what ten? 12 years ago. Um, like, oh, no, this has been a trilogy. Okay. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> you were just like, fine, I'll make the sequel. I, I get it. I need work in Hollywood, so I'll make the sequel. I, I spent some money. There's Listen, there's a lot of stuff you can get from uh, fr- from spending money in Holly- Hollywood, and, and none of it is getting it back. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> the Diamond Heist. What is uh, when, it, when it comes to heists, you've got the Armored Car Heist, you've got the Bank Heist, you have the Diamond Heist. You have the uh, the very formidable oceans built on it casino heist, and then the the bastard child of this casino heist, the horse racing heist. In the world of heists, where uh, if you're going to do a caper, if you're going to do a heist, where are you doing it? Who are you? What are you going after? Uh, I'll be honest. Um, I didn't even think of the horse racing heist, but it makes me think of what, <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop Three. Yeah, I think they have like the yes, sir. You know, two minutes, and they're like screaming. <laughs> Uh, didn't think of that, so I think I think that's where you go. That's Nobody's where you go. expecting that, right? You robbed the Kentucky Derby, you're a legend. Um, so if I'm doing a heist, watch out horse races, watch out Del Mar. Um, I'm coming for you. Um, please don't put me on any watch list after this. No, I, yeah, listen, I'm I'm all about the horse racing heist as well, because you've just got you've got you've got the the eye of the degenerate gambler. Without the eyes of what is Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, the, the, the labor that it took in Oceans to do the heist, it's too much. It's too, it's too much work. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, what's what's nice about those is, is you don't know what to expect. It's this like, okay, I'm expecting a surprise. I'm expecting a surprise. And that's a great part about this movie as well. But I'm not that creative. I, I want like... Brute force, or I want like sleight of hand, and you know, for the um, for the horse races, that's brute force. You just go in there, guns blazing, and you just you might have to drop a few people, but but get, hey, your, get your diamonds, get your money, woo, get on in here, ladies and gentlemen. What's happening? The often copied, never duplicated, uh, the international comedian extraordinaire, Jason Dick. Hello, hello, what? Hello. Oh, orchids hello. of Asia. I love this shirt, oh, sir. Uh, I'm going to. My shirt came. I have like a white V-neck. He's got a white V-neck. <laughs> I got my Austin so Austin Beerwork shirt. You, sir. Uh, well, I grab you a Bud Light. You explain yeah. this this shirt. We're watching Snatch by. Oh, way. okay. Yeah. This, this is Dead first of people. all. I was going to text you and say start without me, and but I didn't, and now that you did, I'm fucking pissed. Like, how dare you? <laughs> who, who do you think you are? Tall, tall boys. Uh, oh, thank, thank you. Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have on a Orchids of Asia Day Spa shirt, which uh, I love talking about my shirts on podcasts. That's what I do. Uh, this is the. Well, this is a visual game. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good radio. <laughs> that's good radio. <laughs> yeah. uh, this was the um, the place in a strip mall in Florida where the billionaire owner of the New England Patriots was getting jerked off the day of the AFC Championship game. Mm. Uh, is it is it more bothersome yeah. 
that people um, are having to jerk him off, or is it more bothersome that he got jerked off in a strip mall? <laughs> See, I I have a theory on this that I I think that that's part of it for him. Like that's it. Like he's a you know he's an old man, but he's a billionaire. He could be you know fucking models every day if he wanted to. But he like gets off on the idea. That it's like yeah, man. I got a billion dollars and I'm fucking getting jerked off next to a Subway sandwiches. Oh, all right? Woo. God damn. There's a 47-year-old Asian lady. This is her third of the day. That, oh. And that... Oh, uh, just warm hands and you're like, yeah. oh. Yeah, because Jesus. that's he needs that 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 that's part of uh, part of the you know that's his dark side the thrill for him right yeah, right the thrill seeker yeah like some people want to have their fucking balls stomped on he's like I gotta you know I gotta go out next, next, to, to, next to Tommy's skate shop he's like oh I'll give you a burger <laughs> <laughs> open your beer you sad I'm gonna pee sorry oh you pee good so we're robbing a, we're robbing a horse track which I like ladies and gentlemen Jason Dick. Comes in, he's gone now. He's, he's left. He's That's left. Deep. Well, that was the best like <laughs> two and a half minutes. Talk uh, about, uh, and there's a horrible caper. <laughs> that, that, that's a horrible caper on on a lot of levels. Yeah. Uh, but no. Uh, oh, so we, you know, also all star cast in this movie and great nicknames. Tommy, the you know bony, the, the, Tommy the bonehead, or the 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 tooth, Tommy the, aka Tommy the gun, Tommy the gun. <laughs> yeah, you just, Tony. Well, oh, just. What happened to the? What happened to nicknames? What happened to this? There was a time and there was a place when nicknames were awesome. Maybe they were ridiculous. Maybe they weren't as fitting as they should have been. But there were nicknames, and now it's, it's like they've gone the way of the dodo bird. Yeah, the, the nicknames not around us anymore. I, I think everybody's just too damn sensitive. Like I'm serious. <laughs> so like I mean, Dwayne Wade, amazing basketball player, just retired. Yep. I remember you know people used to call him Flash all the time, and a lot of people still do. But he was like, I'm no longer Flash. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? Johnny Football, no longer Johnny Football. <laughs> Kevin Durant doesn't like to be called Durantula. It's like, come on. Like, these are amazing nicknames. You've got to own that shit. And, and if, if, you. if Johnny Football could just become Johnny Recovery, one, yeah. come on, that's a great line. <laughs> and if he just does only really nice robes at recovery spas and sells them in there, and there's a little football embroidered in the sleeve or on the tassel everywhere, and he's Johnny Recovery, I'm telling you, the billion-dollar industry. <laughs> Those places are expensive. You can get it done. Every every conversation we have is going to segue into spas. It probably <laughs> probably so Somehow it's going to like, oh, and by the way, I was at I got, I got a buddy who's trying to get in the robe game. He wants to create high-end custom robes for people. He's like, we got socks. We got underwear. Where's our quality robes at? Hmm. And he's, hmm. it's, a, it's a very valid point. Are you a robe guy? No. Mm. I'm a, that's uh, your problem. That's, that's, that's I'm awesome. not the robe guy either. I'm not the robe guy either. I don't know any robe guys because it's not 1974. Right. Yeah. And I don't, have a, I don't have a hot tub with a balloon hanging outside so that people know they mm. can bring their wife in and swing at my hot tub because it's not Steiner fucking ranch. Mm. I, I think athleisure killed the robes. I think, think once so? they started coming out with like high-end stuff that you can sleep in. But also go to fucking Starbucks in or like oh, dude, I got a picture day, I, like that killed yeah. killed robes. I wear that around the house. I right. don't wear robes. I uh, I was at this uh, coffee shop on uh, South Lamar doing some work, hanging out, having a good time, and um, a guy walked. It's right next to a apartment complex. A guy comfortable yeah. came in in slippers and a robe. Hey, bro, not that comfortable. You can't be that comfortable in public unless you're homeless or crazy. <laughs> you can't. Put some clothes on. You're an adult. I don't care if you didn't shower. You can come with messy hair. You can come with bad breath. But you put some fucking clothes on. Yeah. You know, you just come on. You got to put some clothes on. And it wasn't even that nice of a robe. It was kind of natty. 
Oh, you know, and it was it was the it was the awful. Awful, uh, awful slip-on shoes. that's the key to your friend's business if you make, like, somehow robes that you're able to wear out in public. Like, can you wear your robe to work? Well, so Rodney, nice Rodney Dangerfield famously, at the end of his comic, comedy career, he would go out on stage in a robe, just dick dangling. Yeah. Well, is there, like, a national robe day? There's, sure, there's got to be a national Maybe robe day. Maybe you create one. Like, For that's sure. your moment. Yeah, that's, that's the moment. That's when you launch it. That's like, your Black Friday. And why are you launching today? And you're like, God damn it. Does no one know it's National Robe Day? <laughs> your Black Friday. I like that. What's, so your robes aren't on sale on Black Friday? No, they're on National Robe Day. They're on sale, asshole. We keep sales going all the time. Embroidered. Is it like Ford Truck Month? It's just, it, there's, there's 25 <laughs> National Robe Days a year. Yeah. Just, this is, what month is it? You know, you just did this last week because <laughs> yeah. it has another month of yours. Let's tell you why it's a great time to buy. That's right. It's always a great time to buy. There's never not a a great time to buy. Uh, Jason Statham, has he ever had hair? I mean, outside of on his beard. He is, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's four foot 11 and he will kick my ass two ways to Tuesday. But I don't think he's ever had hair. I saw him driving once through Laguna Beach in a convertible Lamborghini and all I thought was, oh, buddy, you're going to burn your head. Yeah. I mean, you're British, bro. You can't, you can't be in the sun too long. You're going to catch on fire. I don't, I don't even think he's done the wig. Because, like, Vin yeah. Diesel did the wig for, like, a few yeah. movies. Like, <laughs> you know, like he, Vin. Yeah. He's, I don't think he's ever done even, like, a wig. It, bald, like, bald is his brand. Yeah. Bald is his brand. And then he's, you've, got, you've got enough people in this movie with full heads of hair that he, it almost sets him apart. But at the same time, you know, in the back of his mind, he would, he would, he would trade doing the splits in the air and knocking someone out for a full head of hair. Jason Statham? Yeah, 100%. Man, he's, but that's uh, what you just said. That's his brand. He looks so good with that bald head. You think he looks good with a, with a bald head? I was so worried about when I'm so bald that I have to just commit to it because, yeah, you know, goofy looking head. Doesn't work. <laughs> no, it's a good head. How dare you? Mm. So, by the way, I guess yeah, you are. Uh, Albert is part of the Nice Kids yeah. family as well. Who are yeah. you? I'm, I'm <laughs> I did a beautiful intro. Don't don't you worry. I, yeah, you missed it. It was amazing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I said right. great things about you too. Okay, you're not like our intern or something now. This no, is, he's, he's, uh, just no. Like, okay, no, no. Nope. Uh, he, uh, he's too expensive. Yeah. Sorry. What were you, England? He's Mexican as well. Is that he's, a... he's Mexican as well? Uh, no, he's part of the Nice Kicks family. So we have, oh, we've had okay. Ian on. We've had Matt on. Right. You didn't yeah. say Mexican at all. You said nice kicks. I said nice kicks. Why did I hear Mexican? Maybe no, if you say was, it fast, it, that's what racist. it sounds like. No, no, it we, have, we do have Sorry. a lot of Mexican visitors and, and fans <laughs> of nice kicks, so that's okay. <laughs> Good. Edit this part out. That's yeah, one hundred percent. That's what I do. I spend time going back to the to the eleven minute mark and go. I'll just edit that. Yeah. What happened there? Nothing. <laughs> Just a big gap. Leave in the part where we talk about the edit so that people are like, what the fuck did he say? Yeah. I would I would love that. If I, every time, just, what, no, they rewind. God damn it. No, just, did I not rewind far enough? And all of a sudden, I just look at our, our pickups and our first 20 minutes just have the, the biggest response. <laughs> Spotify, that audience, not very kind to us. Really? Oh, really? Crushing you on Spotify. Huh? Uh, well, it's not that they're crushing us as much as... The starts and stops. They they give up early in the oh, episodes. They pretty much give up after about twenty mm. minutes. The Spotify people are like, mm, I don't know. We have quite a few. Uh, it's bumped our numbers up, but uh, they're not like the SoundCloud audience. They're a little more. I'm going to call you out, Spotify. You're a little more pretentious. Mm. You're not. You got to get into this lowbrow comedy of talking right. over movies. Yeah, they, um, I don't even know what this Spotify thing is you're talking about. I like the radio. I listen to the radio. Right. Hey. 
Don't what I mean? you like to have your music curated by a person who has bills and no other skills? <laughs> no. First of all, out and the fact that you guys don't talk about this on the radio. Hey, fuck you, MTV. Video did not kill the radio star. In fact, video's dead. I turn on MTV and find a music video for me. Right. I dare you. At one point in time. Yeah, I I will say this. So we used to when I lived in Los Angeles, young, we would throw a bunch of parties at our apartment, just trash our apartment. We would play, we would download music videos, put them on the PlayStation, and play music videos during our party, and that's how we would play our music. There was always 15, 20 people who would just sit on our couches on the floor and just, like, stare at our TV. <laughs> there is, like, there's still this, like, captivated audience that's like, I haven't seen a music video in years. This is incredible. And this people is... are still making them, Yeah, but they're only watching them on, yeah. like, YouTube. Yeah, there's... That's the only way to, hmm. to get it out. Is, Maybe when there's I, more people watching music videos if they're watching them on YouTube. There might be a couple. You know I, mean? I mean, some of them hit. Like I'm, I'm sure Taylor Swift, 70 million. Yeah, like, like fucking Shake It Off has got to have 100 million views or something like that. Is she ever going to get that on MTV? Nope. Nah. There was, like a, a reality show. there was a week in my life where I wanted to be a music video director, like in college. I was like, that's what I'm going to do. And uh, it's who would have thought that maybe radio was going to outlive <laughs> I was music say, video directors? <laughs> yeah, and I was very into mediums that were very likely not going to make it my entire life. I was like, <laughs> all I want to do is open a laser disc shop. Get, yeah, if I get this laser disc shop choose, up and running, choose a career that'll get me to forty and then leave me empty-handed. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's uh, it's it's like the uh, it's it's like the caper game. You do it when you're young. And if you do it right, you get to spend the rest of your life with free food yeah. and a free workout program and a great 401k. Prison. Or, or <laughs> you do it when you're really old. So yes. if you get caught, oh, right. you're like, I had no idea I was doing that. Which Hollywood loves to play both sides of that. Yeah. I want to find the one courtroom where the old guy walks in and he's just held up a bag and goes, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And they're like, of course you didn't, Bob. Get out of here, you well, son of a bitch. So my wife and I talk about this all the time. We've got like a breaking the law bucket list that we're working on. And, and the thing at the top of that list is a high-speed chase or low-speed chase. But we want the cops to follow us for several miles as we're just like <laughs> pretend, like with our blinker on. Yeah. As we're just pretending we have no clue that they're following us. And then we get pulled over and be like, what are you guys doing? Oh, oh yeah. hey, is there, is there a problem? Like something wrong? You know, like. You don't. You you want to do the uh, the the official the best low speed chase of all time yeah. where the guy in San Diego stole the tank. Yeah, he just started driving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're like, he's he's only going thirty five. He just broke seven medians and ran over twenty two cars. You're not stopping him. We're not we're not pulling him over. I mean, turn the lights on for sure. But let's not let's not make him aggressive. We don't know if that thing's loaded. And tanks don't come with keys, right? They're push button. Mm. So so what they try to do now is they don't put gas in them. Smart. Mm. So that Smart. you can't. So there's only a certain distance you right. can go. Yeah, there's there's only so far you can get before, or you just can't start them up at all. But then that also seems if there's an emergency and you need a tank, someone's like, hold right. on. Hold on. Lug, 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 yeah. lug. Yeah. Oh, it takes 25 minutes to fill yeah. it up because oh, the tank's so big. At least. Yeah. I, I like that most Government efficiencies. couples and families are like, you know, putting together Roths, 401ks, when can we retire? <laughs> but you and your wife have a bucket list of crimes you want to commit. Yeah. You're like, well, yeah. <laughs> if we have not manslaughtered by 40, we're, it's over. What are we doing with our lives, honey? Huh? What, what, happened, what happened to the bank robbery? What happened to it? Yeah, I get it. We just robbed a 7-Eleven, but that's no bank. Yeah. All right? No racetrack. No racetrack. You got to rob a racetrack. That's that's the that's the jam. That's where it's at. Robbing racetracks. 
Mullets. Can we talk about those? Wow. Uh, Albert, did you ever have a mullet? Unfortunately not. Maybe I should put that on my... Uh, put that on your breaking law bucket, bucket list. list. Before I lose my hair bucket list. Breaking fashion laws. That is a horrible thing. Jason, you've had many mullets. I went to yeah, comedy mullet last summer, but I've had accidental mullets like several times. Uh, or at least... <laughs> I'm I'm accused of having accident. I'm accused of having mullets just if I have long hair and it sort of pokes out the back of my hat. Devil say what is what is this mullet thing we're doing? I was like I don't have a mullet, uh, but yeah, last summer I did embrace it. Hang on, let me find the picture. Only thing better than talking about my T-shirt on a podcast. Let me find you a picture of me from last summer. And if you guys don't know what it looks like, I mean, just look. <laughs> yeah, open your eyes. I, I did this. I was I was uh, at a at an event and I was joking around with these people. I said, "Want this? This will be funny. This is a fun thing to do." You tell me, like, "Hey, can you um, you flex your arm?" They flex their arm. Like, "Can you suck in your gut?" They suck in their gut. I'm like, "Suck in your forehead." And you watch people go. It's <laughs> 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 a gorgeous mullet. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's that's that's. First yeah, of all, first, first of all, I just I just well. want to let you know that at some point in time, Chris Hansen has seen that picture, <laughs> and he's thinking Ooh. about, oh, 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 That was not an accident. That was not an accident. You no, no, didn't no, wake no. up and this just, was, what the that, hell happened? That, no, that was the intentional mullet. I was like, okay. I got all this hair. I that's got the intentional van with no budget. windows. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. that, that's also the intentional truck that, that's got the tailgate down, but you just keep throwing Bud Lights in the back, and someone's like, you're litter, and you're like, I'm putting him in the back. If God takes him, God takes him. <laughs> I don't control the wind. Jesus. <laughs> Here's Brad Pitt. Um, yeah, best part of the movie right here. Best part of him taking his shirt off. Well. <laughs> so, Albert, you haven't knocked anyone out with a bunch. Jason, we know your history of, of, of yeah, violence and I, fighting. I don't fight. You ever cool. grab their wrist, pull them towards you, and then punch them and knock them out? Because that's what just happened right That now. was pretty gangster. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's a, listen, as I think we all know, we don't condone fighting here, but if you can knock someone out with one punch, 100% do it. Uh, Albert, <laughs> you, you probably missed this exchange. Uh, we, uh, we got a, we got an outreach from the Taco Bell of Romania. Okay. <laughs> so we there's have, just one? <laughs> as far as I know, <laughs> there's just one. Um, is, is there an area of the world where if Nice Kicks was like, hey, we want to send you there. This sounds interesting. Outside, you can't take Taco Bell of Romania now because they've invited us to come. I politely yes. declined. Oh, whoa, that's an instant yes. That's an instant no. <laughs> if Taco Bell in the United States gives you diarrhea, Taco Bell in Romania, yeah. you're going to shit blood. Yeah, but that's that's a whole nother podcast experience oh. right there. And I don't like, know if I want that you, you mic up, like you put a mic next to your ass, oh. and you just like, or like one maybe yeah. next to your stomach. What kind of tacos guts? did you think Romania has? They're not good ones. Yeah. I mean, we already know Taco Bell doesn't have real tacos. How fake are the Romanian fake Taco Bell tacos? They're... <laughs> They're probably disgusting. I put it this way. So I went to Taco Bell a lot in high school and and college. I don't know how old your audience is, but if you're trying to connect with the Gen Z audience here, you (laughs) gotta go to Taco Bell. Age is is, is (laughs) thirty two forty five. So they're they're like, no, I'd love to hear about you shitting through a screen door for a week in Romania. Hundred percent. Because now Jason's got to weigh out this vacation time. Does he go gamble at the World Series of Poker? Yeah. Or does he do Taco or Bell Romania? Romanian Taco Bell. Let's let's do it, man. <laughs> All for you, fans. I'm, All for you, listeners. I'm going to Europe uh, this in July. It's pronounced European. Uh, That's okay. Yeah. Where, where I'm not even sure where Romania is. 
And I detour there? You could detour there. It's next to Transylvania. My uh, my European geography is not it's not my sharpest category. Well, I mean, you're big on South American geography, so that's okay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that a, you a, can't tell if that's true or not. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's not true. That means Jason has lied to his audience one more time. <laughs> um, so is there a place to, to, if Nice Kicks was like, hey... Probably should go here that you would say, hard pass, Matt. I'm not going there. Oklahoma, I think, probably, right? <laughs> no, no. We're, we're Texas-based company. Um, so man. Canada. I mean, Canada's out. That's our 51st state. You can skip it. Can, I mean, Canada's, Toronto's legit. Like, I love Toronto. I think it's an amazing Toronto, place. one of the only cities in North America that serves horse. Oh, Okay, I didn't even know that. Really? <laughs> Fun fact. Fun fact. There's a couple of really nice steak restaurants in Toronto, and they serve horse. I mean, mm. let's see. I, I, I don't think I don't think we're going to North Korea. I don't think we're checking out what oh, yeah. the what the shoe game is like in North Korea. You know, like, Kim Jong Il's he's got some he's got a lot of shoes. He's got a lot of fake ass shoes. <laughs> fake? Ass, and people are telling him that they're real. Like, oh, yeah. we just got. All oh, right. We That's... just copped these new Yeezys. Like, That's here you go. goes backwards like... on the new ones. On, <laughs> on the new Friends, Kyrie Irving, Friends is spelled backwards and wrong. France. France. Yeah, <laughs> oh, here's your France. Yeah, no, it's that's that's the place we're not going. You you just want to see a bunch of fake shoes, which we're not. We're not about that life. That we're not going to North Korea. You're not going to North Korea. Uh, how hard is it for you guys? I, I, I know Matt's been there. Have you been there? Have you been to China? I have not. No. The fake shoe game is strong. Yeah, yeah. But you know, they're they're also the real shoe game is strong. Yeah, I was gonna say they're getting a lot of NBA players who are either high level or like kind of that next tier down. Mm -hmm. Like they have Clay Thompson. Anta is a company that's on Clay Thompson. Mark Madsen. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's the next tier down. He's he's got a very lucrative contract, and he's got his own like product line. But they're there's a few brands that are doing it right. I think there's just a lot of hesitation in the U.S. market. I will say this. So this is a conversation I have with Nike. China is their largest basketball market. So there's an I would hope so. There's there. 1.6 billion people there. It yep. better be your largest market. They sell more basketball shoes in China than the U.S. And they like, should. Yeah. So, so there's something there. A lot of outdoor courts. Like people wearing through their, through their shoes a lot faster. So there's, there's an opportunity there. But yeah, fakes... Fakes are granted. Do y'all They're, have a kicks authenticator? Like somebody who spots the fakes? Or is it if somebody with a, a trained eye like yourself, it's easy to see it? Well, so I would say Matt and Ian are probably the best at that. Um, in terms of like our company, we personally don't have a kicks authenticator, but a lot of the resellers do. So like Goat, that's a pretty popular and famous uh, reseller uh, platform. Uh, StockX is the same way. They've got authenticators. So... If you're buying it direct from them, you're straight. But people are even trying to rip them off and like steal the StockX uh, owner's signature and the postcard that he puts in there to authenticate. And so people are buying not on StockX, they're buying on another site, claiming that it's StockX authenticated. So like, I got this from StockX. I don't want to resell through StockX because the percentages are too high. Yeah. So I'm I'm here on Craigslist just for you guys to make sure everyone gets a fair deal with these shoes. You gotta get a two thousand dollars. Pick them up at the Taco Bell in Romania. Like, <laughs> you gotta get a certificate of authenticity for your certificate of, of authenticity. authenticity for your shoes. Exactly. That's just that's standard. I remember I was, and I, I think I've told this story before, but I was um, 
My uh, a friend of mine, he owns uh, Etnies S32. Okay. Here, Pierre Andre. So he owns all these. And he gives me a pair of these pink S special loafers. Suede pink loafers. Big high sole. So he gives them to me in a box. My size. Thank you, Jason, for all the work you've been helping us out with. Really appreciate it. Brenda really appreciates it. Blah, 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 blah. We're out. Man, thank you so much. So I have a meeting with him again. I'm like, I'm really going to impress him. I'm going to wear these shoes. Right. Uh, only 50 pairs of shoes were made. <laughs> Woo! So you, you weren't supposed to wear them? Nope. Uh, yeah. Well, don't those give them to me, don't give them to me in my wall, size. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't put them in my size and don't hand them to me. And if you do, for sure let me know. Never wear these. They're worth something. Right. And instead, I rolled around. Just like I got some Don, they did a deal with Don the Magic Wand, and I got some of his slippers. Yeah. They did a limited edition deal with those. Green for them, green, uh, green for the money, gold for the honeys. Slip on loafers for your house. Wore the shit out of them. They're like, where are your shoes? I was like, what are you talking about? They're done. Yeah. I wore the shit out of those in three years. Like, weren't supposed to wear them. I've got an idea. You got to give me notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't let me know. I mean, imagine you got sent a pair of shoes. You're out on the court playing, and you get that text. Hey, man, how do you like those one-of-a-kind, no-one's-ever-seen-those-before shoes? You're like, well, I just sweated in them for two hours. Thanks, champ. Yeah, that's that's what I tell my wife when, when we've got, like, you know, expensive shoes. And I'm like, hey, we just got these in your size. You want them? Sure, I'll take them. By the way, these are very expensive. You should not <laughs> wear these very often. Oh, okay. So, like, they pretty much just kind of sit there and... You know, she takes photos of them. Occasionally, she'll wear them to the airport because she's like, oh, that's a place that, like, a lot of people are going to see me, but they're not going to get dirty. You know, like. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. How many shoes do you have? Uh, I don't, I don't have a ton. So, I'm new to the Nice Kicks game. Yeah, these are, like, my. Well, you're a size 12? 13. 13. Um, I probably, see, I probably nice have. Nice Kicks people, like, man, they live in that uh, size 90. 10, 11, and 13 world. They yeah. live in that 12 world. They don't live in, in goddamn monster size world. Yeah, do y'all have any 15s? What's the nicest pair of 15s you got? <laughs> we don't have any in the, in the house right now. None yeah. in the house. Um, how, many, how many people are sending you shoes going, if someone were to wear these on the radio, it would be the best experience of their life? <laughs> <laughs> these, are, these are radio wearing. That's these it. are radio that's, wearing that's shoes. That's the game right that's there. The game. That's the game. Well, I mean, you mentioned you have a Twitter and a an Instagram, right? Yeah. So yeah. those are both visual platforms. So those there are. could be some sort of, hey, this is this is what we recorded. This is what we wore. Uh, I don't know if you follow Skip Bayless or Ken I don't. I don't, I, would, I don't follow Skip. Skip I, I know Skip is very, very. He's gotten in trouble a couple times for creating fake accounts and promoting himself. Uh, and um, I, I'll tell you what. Who, I don't. Who hasn't? Who hasn't? That's true. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. You know. I'm old school sports center guy. I'm an old school delivery guy of of creating an environment and um, and giving the facts and, and a little bit of your opinion. Uh, I mean, Dan Patrick, I think, has always done it best. Um, you know, I, I think Keith Olbermann, he pushed the limits, but he never did it the way that a Skip Bayless or who's the young man on um, Bamani Jones? Okay. Yeah. I just... I mean, I, I understand they're successful in, in this generation and, and kind of the, the pop and, and, and shock of, of what people want to see, but uh, not not my game uh, when it comes to what I want to hear because, unfortunately, I, I think like a lot of things that happen in this world is the shock and awe of me getting your attention and blurting things out 
don't match up with the facts. Sure. And and in not matching up with the facts, the problem is is that it's it's like sending the losing the losing T-shirts of the Super Bowl over to Africa, saying, "Look, here's your here's your free shirt." <laughs> and then that smart motherfucker comes over here and he's on Jeopardy. And the final question is, "Who won the Super Bowl in 2018?" And they're like, "The Rams." I've got the shirt at home. This is amazing. I've won. And he writes the Rams. They're like, everyone's like, "What the fuck is your problem, yeah, that idiot?" Is- I know. I want them to remake Slumdog Millionaire <laughs> with that. Like, that's the million dollar question. He's made it all the way to the top, and then they're just like, "Who won the last year's Super Bowl?" And he's like, "Oh, it's cool. of course, the Rams. I got the shirt at I home. I got the shirt at home. I got it at home." He loses. The girl dumps him, and all the yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. but it's just one of those things where I, I look at that and. And there's no retroactive part to it. There's no sense of, hey, yesterday I made a mistake. This, you know, there, there's no recourse to accountability. Accountability. Yeah. You're to, right. To, to the to I'm gonna yell and go crazy and do something where where it's funny because it seems even even in the elements of a podcast. I remember I was listening to the Fighter and the Kid, and Ryan Callum was talking about how polar bears <clears throat> eat up to 20 penguins a day. <laughs> well, that's a penguin, hungry ass point, the polar bear. Well, the problem is, is polar bears are. The North Pole, and penguins are in Antarctica, uh. so they're kind of, they, they have a hard time meeting. Yeah. And someone called him out on, and the next show, he's like, I was just pulling stuff out of my ass, I thought it was funny, and uh, <laughs> everyone's right. But at least he's accountable to it, yeah. where I don't think the shock jocks in this era are, if that's... And I know that's a big, huge tangent from what we were going at, so I apologize, but, well, you know, I'm going to grab a spoon. talk about, uh, yeah, Skip Bayless tweet. He was going to talk, but... talk about us actually making money and, and getting sponsors, because he's, oh, yeah. he's a well, business person. Well, Skip, so Skip Bayless, the reason why I mentioned that, not that you should follow him, but he posts the same photo every day, but, like, same pose every day, but with different Jordans on, and he says, oh. I can't lose in these shoes. So he literally, and then it says MJ. <laughs> Are there that so, many Jordans? So another pair, another pair, another pair, and he right. literally says it every single day. I can't um, lose it's, in these it's shoes. it's actually kind of cool. Like, I, I think that that is a unique element about him. Shannon Sharp does the same thing. But he does some sort of like inspirational quote, and it's him sitting down at a table with the shoes that he's wearing with his bag and his breakfast every single day. And then he talks shit on how he's gonna beat Skip in his show. So, so yeah, it's it's just like from a consistency standpoint, like that yeah. could be an element that you guys work could into be. the podcast. We, of like, hey, here's our same shot that we're gonna do. And there's a visual component to it. You can start getting shoe sponsors. I think if it was booze and beer, I think we've got a. Yeah. I think we've got a victory. That's like, here's here's our same shot. Yeah. <laughs> pour, pour a beer on your head for like the after the podcast dear, shot sir, every single time. Never waste a beer like that. <laughs> Good quality beer that I that I drink. We do not waste beer here. What is your most expensive pair of shoes? Um, I so I don't. I'm not a hype beast. I don't fall into like the hype of like. These crazy, crazy expensive shoes. I was gifted a pair of Adapt BBs. What are those? Um, those are the uh, newest format of like Nike self-lacing shoes. So the ones you put your foot in and they oh, automatically yeah, yeah. adjust. Yeah. So I played those once. Yep. Um, those are they retail at three fifty, but the resell on those is about four fifty. I mean, I could I have more expensive like dress shoes. Like I wore more expensive shoes for my wedding, but from like a performance shooting mm-hmm. a sneaker if you will like that's that's probably the most expensive one i have so wow. i i don't like buy off whites i don't buy a ton of like yeasties like i don't 
fall into that, like super rare designer collaboration stuff. I think they're nice. I'll gladly take some free ones, but yeah. I'm not out there buying those. I mean, best nation in the world, donation. <laughs> just be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's just be honest. Yeah. I, I mean, think, <clears throat> you know, Ian was kind enough. He um, he got me those uh, those Kobe's. Which ones? Uh, they're, they're green and orange. Very high. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted to the nines. They might be. They're very nice. They're very yeah. comfortable. I, had bought, I, I, I thought I was going to impress Ian, and I bought some shoes. I went to Nordstrom Rack, and I was like, these are nice. The Jordans? Yeah. Black and red? This is bringing back to my child. This, this is back to 1992. Love it. <laughs> Put them on. Go on the court. Ian shows up. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? He's like, hey. I go, new shoes. Because I was rocking the pink LeBrons for breast cancer awareness. Yes. Yeah. I love boobies. And I uh, want to keep them around as long as I can. And then the, the three Velcro straps. Yep. And uh, he's like, do you like those? I'm like, yeah, I like these. He goes, they're comfortable? I'm like, I don't know. I've never played them before. They, my foot feels nice. He goes, well, you bought dress shoes. Kill. He's like the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> yes. so, so him like, that's, well, you, that's you, funny. You, you, brought, you, you, you bought some dress shoes. Um, <laughs> let's see how they feel. And there's a couple games where I had left early because my feet were already hurting. I'm an old man. Listen, Ian's like 21, and I am 45, and I'm just like, I am too old. My feet hurt. And he's like, I'm going to get you some different shoes. Hold on a second. And the next week he came in, and, he's, and he actually, he was at, um, I don't know, some, he was trading in clothes for something else. Buffalo Exchange. Buffalo Exchange, yeah. He goes yeah. there a bunch, yeah. He goes there a bunch. Shout out, shout out Buffalo Exchange. Shout out Buffalo Exchange, our new sponsor, Buffalo Exchange, <laughs> where they don't exchange uh, literal buffaloes. But, um, you, that's too expensive. That's man. too expensive. <laughs> but you can get a nice goat or mule and then trade those for something that you want, like pants. They're basically circumventing the U.S. dollar and the oil exchange for animals to wear. Buffalo Exchange. Can we find a buffalo in Texas? That is a hilarious YouTube idea. Let's just walk a buffalo into the... Buffalo Exchange? <laughs> yeah. Hi. Like, uh, how much? Store credit is fine. What, yeah. what can I get for... <laughs> no, that shit's free. It's a lot. You gotta burn... You need a bigger broom. You need a shovel. You have no idea what I went through. But he was actually... <laughs> Ian was super nice, and he uh, he just went out there and he used his money and got me a pair of shoes. Wow. I was like, dude, what wow. do I owe you? And he's like, nothing. We've been playing ball together for nine years. Oh, wow. He's very kind. He's a very kind young man. That is... That's super. He's a very... You know, he's one of those people that is... Um, he is uh, he's a very very kind young man. He keeps me um, as much as and you, we play basketball together, so you know yeah. as much as we battle sometimes back and forth and 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 talk shit. I I love him to death. He's he's good people. Yeah yeah he's I, I wouldn't say he's as like intense on the court as like a Larry Bird. Like I don't know if you've heard the story like Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. He's like oh, oh yeah Magic, Magic's shaking my hand smiling. He's all happy and Larry Bird's like. What's this guy doing? I want to kill him when I'm on the court. He's like, I, I, want, I don't want to touch him. I don't want to look at him. I want to step on his throat. You know, yeah. it's not that intense. No, um, but you know, he he'll he'll get mad. When he gets mad, he plays he plays hard. He plays physical. Man, he played physical with me last week, yeah, and it was and it, and, and it was because his buddy Israel was talking shit. Yeah. So I took him to the woodshed. Oh. Scored some points on him, mm-hmm. and then I kept talking shit to Israel. I was like, Israel, as soon as you stop, I'll stop beating up Ian. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end Israel thought I was really upset and I had to text Ian and go dude I mean you know I'm not upset and he goes I know I had to tell him that you weren't upset you're just 
you're just goofing off. Because he came up to me afterwards. He goes, dude, it was no offense. I was just having fun talking shit. I'm like, I was just having fun winning. It's fine. Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, question for you on Snatch. Okay. Outside of the knockout, okay. we got we got another fight coming up. Uh, and Brad first Pitt's, fight. This is Brad's first fight. This is his first real ring. fight in the yeah. in the ring. You've got you've got you've got a you've you've got this di- you've got this real difference here, right? The fight in the ring and out of the ring. And you know, out of the ring, he's got he's got ways of winning. They're just it's it's like the guy who's who's really good on the street playing basketball, but you put him on the court, the team game, probably not going to win any games. Just yeah. to, doesn't have that flow. Yeah. Russell Westbrook. Russell Russell Westbrook will will be the will be a Carmelo Anthony of his generation Ooh. that will rack up stats stats will also it'll all be personal it'll all be the best triple doubles in the world but he'll never yeah. win a championship. Man, I kind of agree with that. that was, uh... Where um in your professional world in the world, you know in in what you've done where do you oh, oh shit. except for, you know, I mean one of punch course, machine gun one punch machine gun right. <laughs> <laughs> you've been with the chive you're at nice kicks you've traveled around you've seen a lot of stuff what is um what's your favorite one punch guy where uh, maybe people have written him off or he's come up the ranks and maybe it's but you're like oh no this is the brand or this is the thing that when it hits fuck dude it hits as it relates to like like an advertiser that we've worked with yeah, yeah, a yeah. brand that's like doing something right yeah, the brand that's doing something right that maybe they came to you guys first or they came to you second because the first person fucked them. And you're just like, oh, no, no, you guys just did this a little bit wrong. Yeah, well, I guess I'll I'll speak to a few things. So when I was at – I so I used to work for a rep firm and I repped Nice Kicks and I repped um, The Chive, which means I didn't work for those companies, but I sold advertising on their behalf. That's when Snapchat really popped and we got approached – to be an investor in Snapchat, not me personally, but like the company. Okay. Um, and they turned it down, and I was like, "Makes are, sense." Are you? Well, at the time <laughs> though, I was like, "Are yeah. you guys fucking crazy?" This is this is before Instagram basically hacked their stories and like put them, you know, put them six feet under. But this was like a time that it was white hot, and kids were just hopping on this platform like crazy. That that one, I was like, I've never seen anybody capture live content like like that like uh-huh. snapchat was taking off everybody was using it and it was it was amazing i couldn't believe that there wasn't a a an interest even to invest there um gosh now i would say um and i can't i can't talk a ton about this but sure. just made a trip to baltimore and they talked about some stuff that they're working on for the curry eight um, oh, for Under Armour. So Curry 6 is out now. Curry 7 is coming out uh, later this year. Curry 8 will be next year. So Under Armour has this new technology with the Curry 8 that's supposed to be bananas technology. crazy. It's called, it's called blockchain. And it's going to change, <laughs> it's going to change shoes. So it's I gonna, can't, you, yeah, you, I can't. You know, now, now, they say it's going to change shoes. Now, I, that, I believe that, it. You believe it? I hands down believe it. Like I think 
So the Adapt BB what that, is it gonna, is it that self-lacing shoe. Can you shoe, store 10,000 songs on it? I, I, it's, not, it's not that type of technology. So the Adapt BB is, is cool. Yes. And the functionality on that is awesome. The the difficulty I have with we that. We saw that in Back to the Future 2 already. Yep. So we already knew yeah. what's up. But the, the issue <laughs> so I have with that is it doesn't self-adjust. So mm -hmm. it, it tightens based on your foot. You play basketball, your feet swell. They get yep. larger. By the end of your game, that shit is tight on your foot. It almost like hurts. So you have to make a conscious effort to adjust your shoes while you're resting or in between games or something like that. So that, in my opinion, that's the flaw with that functionality but that's truly a game changer i think the tech if they can get it in the curry eight which is what they were talking about i think that's gonna it's gonna be bigger um i wish i could say more about it no no like please no no under then, wraps. so you have so you've got that under wraps and then with the other people jumping into the shoe game much like jason statham jumping into the scene Oh, look at that. He has hair. Wait a second. Well, I mean, he doesn't like, have hair. <laughs> it's sprayed on. <laughs> it's sprayed on. And that you can tell like, there's one spot on the back. Um, Puma's jumped into the game a little bit. Puma's coming in hard. I mean, they, they've they always been there, but they're now back in basketball. Yeah. And, you know, we knew Converse was hopping in. Converse announced or showed their first shoe yesterday. Um, but Puma has signed a ton of new guys. Their new um, colorway on their uproar shoe, the Spectra colorway, it's the yellow one yep. that Ian and I were rocking yep. towards the end. That's like very, very popular. We had, I think we did a sweepstakes, we had about 7,000 people um, try to get that shoe. Uh, so Jeez. we don't actually give it away. Like we have to select, we have to go through 7,000 <laughs> submissions and like find somebody that actually responds and like selects it. So that'll be a fun process. But, um, they they've got some crazy crazy stuff and i think they're going to make another big push in the draft converse their shoe looks good um i don't think anybody's dethroned a nike anytime soon because they have the best best stars and is they it, have some of the best shoes but i mean under armor's been trying right you everyone's trying to dethrone nike and it's like coke and then pepsi and then all the other yeah and yeah i just i always wonder because it's they have the best stars, but do they have the best shoes? Nike right? or uh, Under Armour? Nike. Like they have the best stars, but I don't know if they have the best shoes. What happened to Zion's shoe, man? So that's the that was the PG two point five. So that's Paul George's shoe. So um, I think I should have known. Should have known three point oh. I I think it was honestly a just like a glitch, like just a hey, this is an unfortunate issue. I don't think it has anything to do with. His actual shoe. I don't know the the full write up on it. I'm sure Nike keeps that pretty under wraps. But I, if I were a betting man, I'd say Zion when he goes to the league. I'd say he signs with Nike. Yeah, I, mean, I, I literally have no idea. Like we have a guy yeah. that covers that. He keeps all that information to himself. But if I was a betting man, that like that's an ad campaign in itself. But I think right. what Nike does is they pull on your emotional strings when they do their their movies and their commercials and stuff like that, and that's what gets you. Wanting to buy their shoes, I don't. I don't think they have the best hoop shoe. But who do you think has the best hoop shoe, in your opinion? My favorite shoe right now, and and that I've worn probably in the last six months is the Harden, Harden Volume Three. It's Adidas. Oh. And Adidas. All day I dream about sports, soccer, okay. sex, sex. Yeah. <laughs> shoes, shoes. <laughs> Fila doesn't do it anymore. Fila's out of the game. Fila's not making a lot of performance oh, shoes. Okay. They're making lifestyle. Yeah. Lifestyle. Um, for the radio, Philo used to have the. They, they were didn't they have the, the Velcro strap up at the top thing? 
Sorry. That was Pony. That was, Pony's back. Ponies back. We just back. got a bunch they, of ponies in the they, office. They still have the change pocket? That was my favorite thing about ponies. Ooh, I don't back know. when I was a kid, back in like yeah. 1982, you could buy some ponies, and the tongue of the shoe unzipped, and you could put some change in there. Mm. You back when you buy a candy bar for 50 cents. You need to make that <laughs> phone call for a quarter. I know. You're like, hey. <laughs> and hold on a second. Voila. It's like a quarter loafer instead of a penny exactly loafer. instead of a penny loafer and some and you know fun fun republicans they put dimes in their penny loafers and this for jokes mm, interesting it's a good it's a april fool's day they're like these aren't dime loafers you <laughs> son of a bitch oh you got me <laughs> ted haggerty you got me again in the men's restroom buying meth having how, sex with other men how old is jason statham like i'm trying to figure out did this guy go bald in high school like He's been buying beer for kids since he was five years old. Yeah. Yeah. But look, he, in this scene, you can see, like, he could, uh, I don't know how thick it's going to get there at the front, but he could. <laughs> Not very thick. If he, could, if he grew this hair out, if he let it grow right here. You, you talking about it. the beard? He shaved no. two minutes before this scene was shot. <laughs> no, the top of his head, you could, he could fake, you know, not being full on bald for a second. Do you think he sits down? Do you think he tried once? He's just like, as yeah. fast as my face grows hair. Can I talk to my body about growing it upstairs? Come on. Just just, just going right. to hypnosis therapy. Is anybody doing a beard come over? You just grow your beard out enough that you can... Uh... Google beard come over. And also, if you are a rock band that wants to play at retirement homes, I believe your band is called Beard Come Over. And, and you do it. But I need you to do it where you're cursing, <clears throat> almost like the Dan Band. Yes. I need you to do... Oh. 50s rockabilly for all the people in the retirement home. Call yourself Beard Comb Over, but drop the F-bomb in whenever you can. Yeah. I, I think we need that. I also think we need opera singers who sing, like, sexual R&B songs, like Thong oh. Song. Ooh. Like, I need an opera singer that's to giving sing me thong a song. song. Let me oh, see that but just, I need that. But just with just falsetto and just <laughs> yeah. like, like a whole thing and there's a boom. Yeah, or like, uh, speaking of Pony, Genuine's Pony. Genuine. Yo, Pony, hey. let's do, like, I need an opera singer to do that. Get on I it. Can't. Yeah. Ride it. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be insta-famous for sure. Insta-famous yeah. and also part of the Me Too. <laughs> yeah, your your uh, career won't last long. It won't last long. But trust me, we'll have you on this podcast as a guest. We're in a studio. We're in a very we're in a classy studio right now. You could sing in here. It'd be great. Dark curtains, speakers. There's weird stuff coming off the walls that evidently embraces or holds sound or does something. Mm. I don't know. There's can oh those candles in there? The candles. There are candles. There are Confirmed candles. candles in here. Confirmed candles and uh Berry Italian sparkling water. I mean, this is a full studio. This is the real deal, yeah. for sure. So, I, by the way, I love that idea of uh, taking '90s every every Bell Bib DeVoe song, um, every Salt and Pepper song, and then let's handpick some others and just put an put a uh, put an opera singer out there next year. South by Southwest. If an opera singer comes and does that, yeah. I believe you blow the doors out. It does seem like a, it's like a YouTube channel that would have millions and millions of views. I bet it exists out there. I bet somebody's done it. You think if, someone's if, already done it? If Rock, not, probably. delete this part and we will we will go find them. That's, <laughs> it's just like, that's delete this part and someone rewinds again. I'm like, delete what part? You're going to go find who? God, we, we own this IP. Golly. So we own this one. I never know. Was it racist or was it a million dollar idea that they took out? Which one? 
That's gonna be a game it's show. It's usually that's, racist. That's gonna that's gonna that's gonna be a game show in twenty years. Was it racist or a million dollar idea? <laughs> <laughs> it was because yeah. Alex Trebek's gonna die, so Jeopardy's right. gonna go away, and that's gonna be the new game. Was it racist? Or was it a million dollar idea? Sometimes it's both. Sometimes it is both. A lot of times it's it's yeah. both. Like Donald Trump's whole career. <laughs> no, yeah. And also Beard comb over. He just <laughs> Beards got crazy for a while. Do you remember the guy that, like, he would, like, put his breakfast in his beard and, like... I'm um, sorry, uh, what? Yeah, yeah. He, it, like, his beard looked like a legitimate nest. Like, oh. like, and... I mean, it was pretty well-groomed, but he just did all these, like, sorts of crazy... Like, he was in commercials and, like, there were photos of him circulating around the internet. It's maybe, like, two or three years ago. It, like, beards got bananas yeah. for, for a minute. And they're still getting bananas. Beards are a little much, right? I mean, I, I just don't shave because I have very sensitive skin. Mm. A lot of people don't know this. If there's a sponsor out there that wants to maybe fix my sensitive skin, I'm game to try it. But Brought I have very sensitive baby skin. Powder. Yeah. But, you know, I, I do the lotion on, I do everything else, but I don't like the blade touching my skin. So I get the clippers, trim it up, it gets short, it comes down, you know, it just... It's it's all hair is always there for some for, for some way shape or form. Jason Dix, Ross exactly Beard. the same, exactly what you just said. Like, yeah, sensitive skin. I don't want to shave. Uh, mine's it's not the sensitive thing. It's the lazy part for me. But yeah, as I said, sensitive. I have skin. not had a blade on my face. Uh, actually, one time because I did have a sponsor, but, but... <laughs> also that was a Tinder date, and I just kind of went weird. <laughs> so... <laughs> Blade on my face. There was a uh, there was a band. I do not remember the name of the band. We were in Portland, Oregon. We're at this um, place called Dante's downtown Portland, off Burnside and Second, I believe. Maybe Burnside and First. Burnside and Second, I do believe. Near uh, the oldest strip club west of the Mississippi. You guys can look that. We made the Wall Street Journal a couple times. It's absolutely fantastic. Mary's Club. Yeah. Next to a taco shop, so you walk into the taco shop. These local references are killing in Oregon. Right? They're killing yeah, in Oregon. We have killing. zero listeners. So our people, our people at Taco Bell Romania are just planning trips now to Portland. Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Taco Bell down there. Don't you worry, Taco Bell Romania. But we're uh, we're we're in there, and this girl metal band comes out, and they're all in metal bikinis, and so they're yelling and they're screeching, and this then this other gal comes out, and she's got a um, she's got like a, a metal cutter thing. Is it? But she's putting like on the metal like bikinis. No, it's like it's, it's like. Oh, a, I know. She, it's, she's got a. Yeah, she, and you hold it up to the metal bikini and oh, sparks fly. Sparks fly. Whoa. Yeah. So she's doing their butts and their crotches. And there's all these guys up front. Yeah. Sparks are flying. I'm like, oh, and I'm in the back with my buddy. I'm like, well, someone's going to die today. Yeah. That girl, sparky, sparky vagina makes this music almost listenable. Almost listenable. And then she walks out back and she goes, Are you guys ready? This is what you fucking want. And she walks out. What's going to happen? And there's two girls, and they've got a black sheet from her navel down. And she walks out topless. And she has a beautiful top. And there's a guy up front, a little too aggressively excited. He's like, motorboat. (laughs) And he's freaking out. And she goes, you want to see the rest of me? And this is not a transgender thing. Do not worry. I'm not tricking you into yeah. But no. So she's gone. She's like, and, the, and then all of a sudden, like, more guys are running up front. More guys are running up front. She grabs this guy by the hair. She pulls him up. And she's like, you want it? He goes, yeah. I want to see you. You're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. And they drop the sheet. And she's got, she's naked underneath it. And she's got a big black strap-on dildo. Oh, my And God. he goes, 
huh? <laughs> and she shoves it in his mouth. She goes, is this what you like doing to girls? Huh? And they start singing a song around it. And then they're still doing the sparks on the other girls. And this guy's crying on it. He's like, oh, I'll be here. I'll be here. She's got a hold of his hair. And I'm in the back going... My look at my brain like you should probably go. We can, we can go now. This, this has been entertaining enough. Uninformed. Uninformed. You know what you're getting yourself hey, first into. First of all, bro, bro, just don't jump on stage. Yeah, yeah. You calm uh, down for a hot second. That's a pro move. You don't you don't get your ass off. Don't get on stage. I, I was uh, I worked at this um, for this beer company uh, when I first got out of college, and uh, this guy calls me up and he goes, "Hey, get down here. The draft lines are broken. Everything's broken. Your fucking beer sucks." I'm like, "I don't work draft lines. Do I, I sell you cans of beer? We don't even have draft lines." He's like, fuck you, get down here. So I get down there, and he goes, you need to figure out how to fix it. I have no idea what's going on, but this guy sold more beer than any other bar in Southern California. So I'm in. I run in. I'm not paying attention to anything. You get the tunnel vision. You're like, fuck, dude, what am I going to do? Jump down behind the bar. The bar was kind of sunk, so you walked in up high, then you took these steps down, or you could just jump straight down to the sunken bar. Jumped right down the sunken bar. I'm like, I'm pulling the tap handles. All the beer's pouring nice. I'm getting the cups underneath. I'm trying it. Because I don't want to waste beer. I'm having a good time. Good thinking. And all of a sudden, I hear in the background, uh, Tim, do you want him to go straight from my ass into my mouth? Or do you want a vagina as well? Just just curious. Hmm? And I look up, and there's a girl bent over a stool, and this guy with this raging boner right up front. And they're shooting a porno in there. Holy cow. And he just, he knew I'm, you know, fresh off the boat from Montana. And he's just like, huh? First porno? And, he looked <laughs> and I was like, I mean, first one I've seen live. And then, you know, then this girl comes up afterwards and she's like, hi, how are you? Hey, are you in the porno? And I was like, not in the porno. Not today. Not today. <laughs> not, not in the porno. Like, well, we're going to pull, you know, we're going to do a fake audience. I can pull you up on stage and blow you. If you you want to be in a porno? And I was like, I mean, listen, I rarely turn down the blowjob. I'm going to do a hard pass today. Ooh. After the girl who said, you want it to go from my ass right into my mouth. Yeah. I've got to do a hard pass. Not to judge. Yeah. Listen, if ATM's your game, ATM's your game. <laughs> However, not necessarily my game. Not, yeah, not mine either. <laughs> yeah. For the record, like, in, case, there. in case there's a in case there's a casting call for yeah. those, I would like to say, right. you lose my number. Yeah. Nah. Hmm. Depends on how your blowjob skills are. Don't mark me down as a no yet. All right? Yeah. <laughs> Jensen, you, Albert, those, you, those are no's. I'm knows. a baby. Okay? Jason Dick. Check with me first. Check with me first. Just talk to me. Yeah. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Albert, how long have you been married? I, man, it's almost four years. It'll be four years. I can't say almost. We're three and a half years. It'll three be and a half four years in December, in? yeah. Did you do one of those Christmas weddings? Uh, no, we did it before Christmas, okay. so it was. In and then between. you looked at her, and she's like, "What did I get for Christmas?" You're like, honey, have you seen your hand? It was yeah. It was in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and okay. our it was down in Cabo. Um, nice. What? Nice. Where'd, you, where'd you stay in Cabo? I used to Fiesta Americana. Okay. Yeah, and our our thinking there was my family's from Kansas. I grew up in Kansas. Got Midwestern like. Iowa and Nebraska relatives. Her family's from the East Coast in Maryland primarily. We lived in California. We're like, listen, everybody's traveling anyway. We might yeah. as well go to a place that's nice and warm or we can yeah. be on the beach. And, and Newport Beach was out of the question because that's too close. Well, and it's too expensive. So you How can basically go to Cabo 
and have a wedding in Cabo, and it's less expensive than L.A. or Newport Beach or, you know. So, San Diego. So, yeah, so that was our, you know, we getaway. It was an all, all-inclusive. It was an amazing wedding. Um, I actually threw up during my wedding photos. Uh, so <laughs> thought, uh, I was, thought I was going to get divorced, like, right after I get, we got married because I... Um, she keep I was a little nervous, but I was also a little hungover from the night before. And did you booze it up the night before? I did. Yeah, nice. probably, probably not the smartest move. <laughs> I did. Uh, I, as an ordained minister, I've done twenty-eight, thirty. Okay. Uh, only three divorces so far. So my batting average. Really? Fair yeah, yeah. yeah. Incredible. Way incredible. <laughs> You're awesome. You, I mean, do you have like a screening process beforehand? I do have a screening process, yes. There's a, that's very, who was I talking to? Somebody, if you're, I'm sure this happens all over the place. If you're involved in the, the church life, like before the church or the guy will agree to marry you, like he wants to counsel you and have several sessions with the yeah. husband and wife. Is that what's going on? There's I do a one-on-one drinking session <laughs> and I ask them stories about how they got married. <laughs> I mean, that's or way, how, how they met. <laughs> or how they met. Yeah. And, uh, and what life's like and past relationships and, and when they broke up, why they broke up, why they gave up on those relationships. Mm. Uh, and then I determined from that whether I'll do the wedding wow. or not. Wow. The last wedding I did, they gave me a 99 pack from Austin Beer Works uh, mm. as a gift. 99 strong. beers. A strong gift. Yeah. Made them both cry. My goal is to do three things. One, to make some people in the audience cry. And two, to make the bride and groom cry. During the ceremony, when that's done, I really feel like my job's done. Yeah, I don't care. Everything else went. Well, you have to like, marry them, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I get, I get the, I get the, 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 the barnacles off the boat, and we, we get it done. But I'm not. I mean, I got, I got separate goals. They're like, I want this to be beautiful. I'm like, I want to see you two ball your fucking eyes out. Yeah. I'd like to make one person upset. I always love it when one person. I, I did a, a wedding. Uh, my friends, uh, Dennis and Misty, we did this. I did this wedding, and you know they. They came out and I do this joke. I said, you guys like the music? You know, they're coming down the aisle to some different music. I said, yeah. I said, you know, it's Dennis and Misty. We, we did separate meetings and we sat down together. And I said, what's really the theme song of your life? And they said, feel like making love. And I said, well, we can't play that here. And there was, <laughs> Misty's grandmother is Sicilian. She's like, not appropriate. <laughs> I mean, she was just, I'm, like, I'm getting hecklers at the fucking wedding. And I was like, well, this will be a fun conversation when the wedding's done. Drag it out, get them both to cry, get it all done. I'm, they had three bars set up at this at this wedding uh, in this park, and I'm moving from bar to bar. As this just eighty year old Sicilian woman with a cane is trying to keep up with me and just follow me from bar to bar to bar, and I see her hobbling over, and I'm like, I don't want to get hit with a cane today. Like this is not my jam. I got to figure something else out. Move to another bar. Move to another bar. Yeah, but, yeah. I usually make a couple people upset. We did uh, one in Cabo with my buddy and Jesse, and the night before. I um I got everyone pretty drunk on tequila because yeah. tequila and oranges like that's the jam. You mm. do tequila and lime, you're kind of missing out on the beauty of, of what really the full flavors of tequila are and the natural sugars in, in the plant and, and and the essence of what comes out outside. Like the 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 lime brings out the dirt, tequila brings out the flour and uh, and the um, and the sugars. The, the lime brings out the dirt? Yeah, it brings out the earth tones. I'm sorry, earth tones. Does that make you feel better? It does sound better than dirt. <laughs> uh, well, if you drank tequila with lime, it tastes like shit. Yeah. Whereas tequila with orange juice, it's amazing. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful little thing. I mean, I've, I've been, in fact, I was in uh, New York City, and there was a chive group in there, and they ordered a round of tequila shots, and there was like 30. And I looked, and I said, who ordered the tequila shots? Like, oh, this guy did. I'm like, 
make his with an orange. And I love this bartender from Adam. He goes, what? And I go, trust me. And if that guy doesn't like it, I'll buy those shots. And so, boom, they come over. The guy walks up. He's like, best shot of tequila I've ever had in my life. Who are you? And do you, it do you, was with an orange or orange juice? Or orange orange slice. Way. Orange okay. slice. You got to do orange slice. Shoot it. Bite it. Boom. And uh, I partied with some chai people that night in New there York City. And I'll tell you what. Those chai people, they know how to lace them up. Yeah. As get, a person... Yeah. Albert doesn't know this. As a person who's never had a hangover. This is all bullshit. <laughs> yeah. As a, as a person who's never had a hangover, it was great then to uh, go to the toy fair the next day and uh, check that out and then drink with some people at the toy fair. I like to sneak booze into events where you're not supposed to have booze. Toy mm. fair being one of them. <laughs> it's the toy fair. It's fucking horrible. Right. It's a bunch of adults hanging out with toys. I guess my kid would like this. Get the fuck out of here. Like, no one knows. Yeah. No one fucking knows. But, uh, yeah, that's... Fun, fun times, fun times. Interesting. So you, know, you got a bunch of people fucked up the night before they got married. Is that what you're saying? Yep, a whole bunch of people. A bunch yeah. of people got them fucked up. Jesse, uh, my buddy, he threw up. His wife threw up. And she also Ooh. had, um, she had put the big wedding dress on. She's Hispanic. She put this big, huge, like, wedding oh, dress no. on. And then she's like, my belly's saying this wedding dress needs to come off. And they're like, well, it can't because it took an hour to be put on. <laughs> and so they had to figure out a situation. But they had all the bridesmaids holding up her dress. Well, she is blowing hot ass <laughs> for about 20 minutes. My. Yeah, not, she was not uh, impressed with me. Um, a couple of her uncles who threw up during the ceremony were not impressed with me. I mean, it's, that's listen, not you're an you. Listen, you don't have to drink with me. Yeah. You didn't, like, lie to them and say this was water. Right. Nope. And they're grown-ups. Like yeah. Grown-ups. Yeah. I, did, I stayed at the Yellow Rose till 3 in the morning the night before I got married, but I did not throw up the next day. I'm divorced too. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I uh, I went to. I think you were at that thing where um, we went to the strip club with the other Jason who did Palazzo, Ginger Palooza. Uh, I know. J- yeah, I know the Jason that you're talking about. But where I do, where he asked, he asked me, he asked, he asked, to, he asked me to make it rain, and he gave me two hundred dollars. Oh no, 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 you told me about this. I wasn't <laughs> there. I'm sad that I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, I um I thought to make it rain. He had all the strippers around me, and I was on stage with all the strippers. And he goes, "Make it rain," and he meant to give them the dollar bills, and then yeah. they give them back to him. Uh-huh. I don't think it works like that. I well, not, I'm I, not an expert, but well, <laughs> well, no, they they but for promotional make it rain. For promotional I think make it rain. If, oh. if you fire them onto the strippers, they'll collect them and then give them back to the club because then yes. all the patrons are going to be like, "Oh snap, let mm. me go and, make and, it and rain. the strippers make their money that way." Yeah. Well, what did you do? I threw it out in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Not smart. <laughs> Nobody's giving those back. No one's giving. Yeah. I said, the oh, lad, perfect. Yeah, they're like, hey, what? Well, oh, 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 Jason's like, this is the losing venture for me. Yeah. You're not allowed. You need to go. <laughs> Are you a stripper if you go to the strip club as a patron and make money? Oh. I'm going to say. Does that make you a stripper? Nope, because you didn't take your clothes off. Then, okay. Are you a server? You're, you're a thief. <laughs> what you are, sir? Goddamn thief. Yeah. And you owe. There's, there's another heist. There's another heist. Robbing the strip club. I'll tell you what. Try to take money from a woman. She'll scratch your eyes out. Yeah. That's that's more dangerous than a bank. You get ten strippers running after you because you took the money that they had to show their asshole to get. Nope. Ugh. No. Well, isn't that part of like when the... <laughs> you didn't like that visual? Would you want boobs? You know what? I I remember <laughs> there was a time where I was like, no assholes in the strip club. All right. <laughs> I, uh, what, what do you mean by no assholes? Like as far as men or just but, you, you but don't both, want to see booty hole? Both if possible. You don't want to yes. see the burnt raisin? Anus, let's for the most part keep it out. I remember a time in my life where I was like, 
the all new strip, strip club. That's got to be like Portland, Oregon. That's got to be, uh, yeah. Uh, but, all nude, full contact. Uh, but no, I I've decided. You know what? I want to have them with, give give them a three quarter inch strip of fabric to cover that part up. Interesting. Yeah, I'm in, a, I'm in too, Jason. Me too. Is that like a business? Is that a market too? Just like <laughs> three quarter inch strip of fat, and you can like overcharge for it. I was. I meant just a thong would have been fine. Oh, okay. Uh, but Butthole uh, pasties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be somehow. <laughs> if it just went. That's a great band name. If you're just performing but, in strip clubs. Butthole pasties. Butthole pasties. Because hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we saw the booby pasties from Katarina. She showed us those, remember? Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Is that is anybody doing that? A live band strip club? That seems like a fun idea. Seems like a hey, Yellow Rose, my band is available for free. I mean, in trade. In trade, <laughs> yeah. For lap dances while I'm performing. <laughs> I, like could you do That's a lap the, dance while you're performing? I'm so bad at music, man. It's like really hard for me to play the right notes when I'm fully focused on it and. Uh, yeah, that would be distracting. for That'd me. be distracting for Sounds you. Sounds like a reality show. <laughs> That's <laughs> there's a couple of great reality shows out there that have not been done yet that that really need to be done. One is a band that, and you'd have to put it on Showtime or something with Gigolos or whatever else they have. But one is the 100 percent is the um, strip club band, live band yeah. that performs off to the side. And on the side chain, on the side stage, we have. Butthole pasties and performing is Misty Mountains and the crowd goes wild yeah. and you know and they're playing whatever song they're playing that is it's like taking a riff off of a very popular song but making it strip club esque. Okay. Right? Yeah. So shake it off. You got to do a shake it off, mm. right? When she shakes it off, but you got to add Misty. You got to know. You got to be smart enough. You got to be Dan Band esque smart enough to add Misty Mountains into your song. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There. I think there's an audience that claims. They go for the band. Oh, I'm just here for the band. I'm I'm, sure. I'm here for the articles. (laughs) Listen, I'm here for the articles, okay? The the fact that there's pictures in between, don't blame me. Yeah, yeah. It's what uh, Bob Guccione, who did um, Penthouse. Okay. He also, I mean, he was, if Joe Rogan only talked to, um, if if Joe Rogan only had pornography playing while his podcast is going with Neil deGrasse Tyson, that'd be Bob Guccione, because he'd be like, I would like to talk about the interstellar, interstellar dimensions of life and uh, and where we find ourselves compared to Jupiter and the fact that at one time Mars was probably Earth. Like he would have these intense articles on science and DNA and and and, <laughs> and sociology and, and and growth of of human expeditions, and then he would just have a woman getting banged by nine dunes and be like, and page two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you, diversity. I think what we learn is the human <laughs> appetite is diversity. <laughs> if anything else, variety yeah. is the spice of life. Variety right? is the spice of life. Now, this gentleman in the plaid jacket, he was also on um, Law and Order. Yeah. What's that dude's name? Do we know his name? Well, I could tell you his name, tell you you guys, his name uh, but I'm pretty Jones sure it's going to be other? wrong. Sam Donaldson. Sam <laughs> Donaldson. Uh. <laughs> we did. So we did a uh, inside insider baseball. Uh, we did. Um, uh, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Yeah. And Jason Dick had never seen Roadhouse. And Sam Elliott, of course. Beautiful locks. Yeah. Great mustache. Throughout the whole movie, I called him Sam Donaldson. <laughs> <laughs> I even challenged him. I was like, I think Sam Donaldson's a journalist, Jason. And he's like, no, that's Sam Donaldson. That's Sam Donaldson. He's like, and because my lies and my lack of information 
are followed up with such conviction, such beautiful conviction, that Jason Dick got down. I was like, sure. <laughs> that, that must be him. I this don't know is a who man who weekly plays games on the radio about oh, movie badly, knowledge badly, badly, badly. and wins. And I'm like, that's not... He goes, yeah. is it Sam Elliott? I go, it's Sam Donaldson. Hello. <laughs> oh, how the inbox filled up. Oh, confidence. Oh, confidence. No, confidence. This one, though, and I'll do the wrong one. When I saw him, I was like, is that Dennis Haysbert? That is Dennis Haysbert. But Dennis Haysbert is the Allstate insurance guy. He is. He's Serrano from Major League. Uh, he is um, also... Was he also the president? In on, 24. Um, yeah, 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 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably his most notable role. For him. Yeah. Is Major League. Uh, I was going to say President 24, but I don't know. Dude, Major League. This guy, though, film. what the fuck is his name? I think the guy in the plaid or yeah, the other guy? guy? I would say, yeah. I know his name, Vinny John. I've met him before. You've met him before? Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. And who nice is guy. Yeah, I, th- I believe it's Vinny Jones is his name. So he's... Right, I'm going to get to the bottom he's, of this. <laughs> pretty big. Like I think TV they make stash. him seem oh. a lot bigger in the movies. But he's is a he pretty, not that big? Pretty pretty big. I mean, he's not like Jamon Hansu. That guy's a giant. Giant. I think I pronounced his name right. The guy from yeah. Blood Diamond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Is he jacked. legit big? Yes. He is a big dude. Because um, they make Vinny Tom Jones. Cruise seem big. And I met Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is two feet tall. Wesley Snipes is shorter than Tom Cruise. Those guys together wow. are, are, are challenging for the tallest little person in the world. Yeah. Well, t- Tom Cruise, I feel like the word's out that he's short. Yeah. yeah. Wesley Snipes is also short. Yeah. See, that's I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. Benny Jones is the big, beefy dude. Yep. Good we job. Were talking, we were talking about the other guy. I was talking about the other guy. Yeah, Plaid. But, Plaid uh, suit guy. What's his name? Yeah, hang on. I'm going to have it. Is this an IMDb moment? Yeah. Brought to you by IMDb. This <laughs> moment is brought to you. <laughs> Dennis Farina. Dennis Farina. There was a Dennis in there. This IMDb moment is brought to you by Astro God. Whether alone <laughs> or with a girl of your pleasures, remember Astro God in case the moment is too soon for you. Or in case you just don't want to spit. <laughs> Astroglide. Brought to you by HEB, CBS, <laughs> Walmart, and any other place where you think jacking wow. off's appropriate. Discreet packaging. Discreet <laughs> packaging. Yeah. It's, it's brought to you like how it's sent. You remember Playboy was sent to you in a black bag? That's how Astroglide is sent to you. You don't know if it's flavored, if it's spicy mint, or if it's just plain old Astroglide. You have no ideas, but it's there. Who's this guy? That's Boris the Bullet Dodger. Grabbing Boris balls. Bu- oh. Kicking you. Yeah. You don't want to get your balls grabbed by Boris the Bullet Dodger. Oh, goodness. Jason Statham's probably telling him that. Look at that gun. There's a lot of guns in this movie. Yeah. That is an M203. That's an M16 grenade launcher. Quite a popular gun back in the day. For mm. sure. For sure. So, in, um, in the world of, of capers and robberies, and now we're, now we understand that we are going to rob a, a racetrack. Are we wearing those shitty masks? What are our disguises? What's our hiccup and our giddy up? What are we doing? Because because I, I, I've watched quite a few of these caper films and getting ready for this, and I've seen them where they put the full mask on, but I feel like your peripheral vision's gone. It's terrible. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Your per- peripheral vision's great in there, but also covering up your nose doesn't mean you're disguised. Right. Like, I'm pretty sure I can figure out who you are by your eyes and your mouth and then your voice. I think like the guy from um, from Batman where he's got the grill over his whole face. Bang. Bang. Yeah. I mean, I think I think I think he is probably the best disguise because he's almost he's got peripheral, he's got everything covered up except for his eyes, the good peripheral, and then he's also got the voice disguiser. Yep. 
Whereas Batman doesn't even have the peripheral. He's got the weird mask and they've got the hooks up. And yeah. He can't see shit coming. Yeah, I mean, I, I go for aesthetics. I, okay. I like the ones where they do, like, the masks that it's, like, the president's faces or, like, Looney Tunes characters or things like that. I think that's yeah. that shit looks awesome. Does it help you in a robbery? Hell no. Hell no. But yeah. if you come in as Mr. Rogers, you're like, won't you give me your money? Yeah. More likely, they're like, he was so nice about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think the clear masks are kind of cool because you, you, you kind of see blurry Mm-hmm. stuff out of like your peripheral vision you think that leads to more shootings oh, I think you turn I think, you, I think you're like what was that movement what was that blurry movement on the side yeah um, I think that's a, a pretty functional thing Bane yes but like if you have hair like Bane was bald yeah if you have hair and it's like oh this person's got red hair or this person has very distinguishing hair that mm-hmm. might that might call you out because you can get eye color you can get hair color and body size like See, True. That's the thing. That's they're gonna. No matter how good I mask myself, they're gonna identify this body. And so maybe one of these guys is doing this right now. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go uh, Tyra Banks show fat suit. Mm. Like I'm gonna take my body and make oh, it even bigger. Even bigger. So they're like this guy was like 500 fucking pounds, and then I could just walk about town at a cool 320, and people would be like, "Well, that's not him." Oh, look at that. That's a cool, that's a cool man. That's, no, that's not. That's not the guy who robbed the shit. That's not him. The guy who robbed me was 500 pounds. You could do yeah. some platform shoes or something that like lifts you up a little bit. Yeah. Tell, yeah. Unless you hit a curb. Yeah, yeah. And you have delicate ankles, Jason. I do. Very, very delicate. You have to, you cannot wear paper mache ankles. Paper mache (laughs) ankles. It's the only guy I know who rolls his ankles playing golf. (laughs) I did. I did. Yeah. It's difficult, man. It's difficult, but it happens. Ankles. It's 2019. How are we still fucking spraining our ankles? What are we doing, man? Well, there is a, there's an insult. It's a $200 insult called Victory, and it's supposed to, like, eliminate foot injuries by, Does like, it? Is it the Victory for them or for you It's paying $200? <laughs> this stuff is supposed to be crazy. Um, it's supposed to increase your vertical by, like, 1.6 inches, your broad jump by, like, hmm. four, 4 or 5 feet, your 40 time by, like, half a second. Like, it's... What? Yeah, it's all these... Your 40 time rid- by half a second? Ridiculous claims. Um, so we actually... So we reached out to them to work with them because we do a ton of shoes. And I'm like, listen, I can barely dunk. I was like, if our audience sees me throwing down, like, legit throwing yeah. down, putting an I'm, inch I'm down, like, maybe a 45-year-old man? Well, like, just period. Because, <laughs> like, I'm... No, no defense. I'm like, uh, like, barely get in it. Yeah. They see me, like, actually, like, you know, double pumping, like, doing some nice dunks. They're going to be like, wow, these things work. Mm-hmm. They're like, listen, our advertising is we get like high level athletes and we have to do it. It's like those guys are already doing crazy shit. Yeah. They can already touch the top of the damn backboard and like They're stuff like stacking that. quarters like, in the you back. You need like guys that are just barely there. You need me. Yeah. You need me to just make your brand special. Yeah. So. Do people do people not real and I I say yeah because I actually I do believe that there is a there's a thing and and we talked about this, Nike grabs it, right? Where we have the best athletes. They use our shoes. You kind of want to be like them. Yeah. But then you have a thing that goes, oh, wait. I might be able to beat him. I, I played yeah. on Sunday. I was playing basketball on Sunday, and these young guys were all cheering me on and made a couple of threes, and we won the game. And then those young guys came out. And this guy who was 6'6", 220, goes, that was fun cheering you on. <laughs> <laughs> You're not making a basket. Yeah. yeah. I watched you shoot. You're not making a basket. 
And this dude, no matter how, I would stand still, I'd run, didn't matter what I, what I did. This fucking guy was not more than six inches away from me the whole time. Wow. And he could dunk. So it's not like I'm doing a hook shot on him. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. Turn around, Jay. Stop. Head fake. Fine. I've head faked you. You bounce right back up and block my shot. Yeah. Doesn't fucking matter. This, and, uh, zero points, one shot, blocked. Yeah. And he goes, it was fun playing. I go, do you like beating up on your elders? You selfish son of a bitch. <laughs> and everyone in the gym's laughing like, Jay, come on. I'm like, I am pissed. I'm going to, can I get a goddamn screen? What is going on? But it's true. That's the guy, though. If, if that guy saw you dunking, if you said, without these, here's me. Yeah. Shut up. It's that all those kids would have bought those in a second. It's relatable because, yeah. like, you know, they, they use this guy who's this crazy jump. This guy jumps on top of refrigerators, right? This dude's like bananas. And they Good did this, you. like, scene <laughs> where he's like, can't do these bag jumps. I like, can't, can't jump on top of these bags. Um, in the gym and the comments are like i've seen this guy jump on top of a refrigerator like to to me that that message isn't necessarily believable but if you do get the guy it's like hey listen i made this extra leap i made this additional performance i think that helps for the people that are on the fence i think yeah i mean it's like aubrey marcus going i can't get a good chick thank god i found wit over here she's so pretty oh you mean miss texas yeah (laughs) one of the miss america runners up Oh, yeah, I know. Poor on it. Just guy with 2% body fat, just shredded, just traveling all over the world. I can't believe you can't find a girl either. Yeah. Oh, but you but you work out there. Good for you. But then you see the average guys that have actually ex- excelled. In, and on it does a good job on their page of, of showing people. Yeah. There are other people excelling and doing well. And you're like, okay, I still can't justify the, the payment to go there because I have a child that probably wants to go to college at some mm. point in time. And yeah. I've got a mortgage and a property tax that keeps going up every day of the week but other than that i mean i'm in like i get it. like i had this dream of won the lotto or and not that you need to win the lotto to work out on it don't want to say that but did something right financially successfully where sure we eliminated some bills or something i'd be like i'd go work out on it in a second in a second because i've seen what they do for average people yeah. to make them great yeah. and i've also like we've talked about we talked about earlier where you know i've talked with tim kennedy I've seen, I've sat across from that guy that works out there. I'm just like, I mean, I don't want to work out in his group. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to die. Yeah. But, you know, they, I, and I think that's, I, I, I say all that to be like, bring it back full circle. Companies miss out. They want the famous guy. They want the person or the famous gal. They want this person who does X, Y, and Z versus the, oh, you've got that person. Good. But the relatable person, it's not going to cost you a million dollars a tag or the rel- relatable group. If you take Ian and he drives the lane, he does that right-handed thing where he throws it up. Yeah. And it gets blocked 30% of the time. And he puts those <laughs> in and it gets blocked 0% of the time. Yeah. You're, there's going to be people at the end of that game. Hey, what, you were amazing out there. What, 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 what have you been doing? Yeah. Well, it ain't practice. Yeah. <laughs> it's these $200 insoles that I put, you know, like that's, there's a big difference in that. And I think, I think people get caught up, especially in marketing and advertising with fame and they get caught up with like, well, who's that like high stature person? Who's when... that Jason Dick that we want to hire? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so they're like, well, it might not be effective for, you know, some people, but there's so many people that will see it that that trickle down effect will 
resultant conversions. But I do think there's a smarter way to go to more relatable quote unquote influencers or um, advisors or people that will recommend your brand um, that you're going to see very effective marketing. I I honestly think that that's a lot of where what I do in this industry is kind of moving of like, okay, fame is one thing, but who, who actually lives and breathes this product and is relatable to their community? Uh, Mark, this hour and 20 minutes in, we're going to start a, a new company on Instagram called Fame is One Thing. And we're only, <laughs> we're only going to let unfamous but reputable people try out shit to see if it really works. Yeah, like a mm. real... I mean, and then when they try it out and they like it, they get a shirt that says fame is one thing. Like, I, I don't know. I think of like, so that idea, I think of like dirty jobs, like early, dirt, like my yeah. go, early dirty jobs. Like you Legit watch that guy jobs. and you're like, okay, this guy is a lot better than I am in terms of like fixing stuff and like with his hands because I'm terrible at that. But yeah. I watched that and I was like, this shit's actually really entertaining because this dude can, he's so relatable. He is, he is like the guy, he's like your neighbor. He's like the dude, oh, I'll fix that for you. Is, is that one of those guys where, and I want to ask you guys this because you brought it up. I'll steal it. And sure. I know you think of somebody else. That's one of those guys, and I'll bring someone else up, but a guy I wouldn't fanboy out on, right? Like yeah. you, you'd run into him, you're like, I want to have a beer with him. Will Ferrell is a person I would not fanboy out on, but if he was sitting down at the mm-hmm. bar, I would go, hey, man, can we have a beer? Like, I just want to chat with you. Yeah. And I don't want you to entertain me. I just want to talk with you. And I don't want to talk. I want to talk about USC. I want to talk about life, being a dad. I want to, you're a person for some weird reason. Yeah. Based on the movies you do. Adam Sandler would be another one. Yep. That I just want to talk to. Nice guy. That I just want to, I just want to chat with. I don't need, I don't want the Instagram. I don't need to go, Hey, what's this? So stepbrothers, John C. Riley, you guys are doing movies together. Uh, you know, Holmes and Watson wasn't super successful, but uh, what, why? I don't want any of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want the fun part of the fun part of who you are as a person, which I think is the most engaging part of life. Yep. So, Jason Dick, I'll start with you. Uh, see, that's why I'm probably bad at this job is because I only have two modes. I'm like, I'm so apathetic about you that it's offensive, oh, and then I cut, I flip straight to fanboy. I don't know that I have. But you're about oh, okay. Then I'll give you one. Uh, I, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Can I do mm. Dave Grohl? But I would fanboy. I'm pretty sure. But you don't fanboy on Doug Benson, and you seem legitimate oh. friends. And you don't talk to him like he's a superstar. You just you talk yeah. to him like he's one of your friends. Right. I mean, I consider myself more famous than Doug Benson. So. Well, you are, but that's okay. <laughs> no, that, is, that, is, that is incorrect. Uh, no, that's a good example. That's a good one. Yeah. And I do think he's a really... Doug has sort of opened my eyes to uh, what it is to be a, a stoner because... I, uh, and this, you know, sounds like a very ignorant perspective now. Forever, I just thought if you, like, get high every day, you're a fucking stupid person. And, uh, like, after knowing him and talking to him for a long time, I'm like, oh, Doug's really smart and capable and does all kinds of things. I was like, oh, you can smoke weed every day and not be a stupid person. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. Who's the, who's the, who's the person that you want to, you want to grab, you're not going to fanboy out on, but you want to grab and go, you know what? So I guess you'd have to tell me if this is fanboying out, but. Sure. I love NBA basketball, love talking NBA basketball, could literally do that all day. Okay. Mark Cuban, I feel like, I I don't want to, I want to talk basketball with him. So I don't know if that's fanboying out because it's talking about what he does for a living, right? But does he do it for a living or does he love basketball? I would would argue that the reason that 
Mark had a hard time getting an NBA franchise. And the reason that he got vilified the, probably the first 10 years of owning an NBA franchise yeah. is that he was a fan of basketball yeah. first. Like he didn't sit up in the in in the yeah. box, right? He sat down. Very so he could yell. Player. He was yeah. very visible, but he also could yell at the owners. He also had he and the Nets were the two franchises that had the best away game places for for the visiting teams to stay. They're the yeah. best lo- away game locker rooms, right? Yeah. They also had the best locker rooms for their fans. But the Nets and them were their towels were stolen the most. Mm. Their robes were stolen the most. There's like five things out of both of those visitor locker rooms that were stolen the most. And then you would see on, on social media, it's like, oh, no, I, I took I took the Dallas Mavericks <laughs> towels yeah, because they're the mm-hmm. softest. Like, yeah. I, I don't have towels this soft in my house. And right. Cuban was a fan of that. The Nets did the same thing. They were a fan of making sure that people were a fan of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A fan of what they produced versus basketball. Because there was a time when the Mavericks weren't good. Sure. But Mark still invested money in them, and he still did stuff. So I don't think it's a fanboy thing yeah. as much as it's a it's it's a real question of, of – and I think it leads back to probably what you do is in, in the real world in a profession. It's just like, hey, man, like when do you pull the trigger and when you're like, I'm tired of dumping money into this, and when is it just – when is it a marriage that's a lifelong commitment? Yeah. Like you've got to assume the Mavericks are his lifelong commitment. Gary V buys the Jets to lifelong commitment. He's never giving them up. Yeah. Right, so doesn't matter how much it costs him, he'll 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 bleed through his eyes on nineteen other ventures to make sure that he still holds on to that thing. Mm-hmm. And you've got to think Cuban is the is is a similar way. Yeah, you you would think, and I just feel like of all of the of all the owners, you know, you're right. He loves he loves basketball, so he can actually talk about it not from an owner's perspective, but from a fan's perspective. Yep. And um, he's he seems like a straight shooter. I'll be honest with you. I'll tell you bullshit. Like, I'll tell you the bad bullshit. I'll tell you the good bullshit. I'll tell you, like, why we traded this guy. Like, you get that guy unfiltered, and I think he'll just, hey, here's here's the deal. I uh, I interviewed Mark Cuban in 2005. It was very good. Yeah. But he was justifying letting Steve Nash go, which now looks bad. That's bad. So, so I listened to him. I got the opportunity to listen to him talk at South by this year, and he... He said that was a mistake. He said his doctor mm. thought that, like, their or their team physician basically thought that he was just going to get injured all the time, which happened right. late in his career. I mean, the guy yeah. picked up, like, luggage and broke his back or some shit like that. So yeah. it just happened seven years after. <laughs> yeah. It was supposed to, or five years after, whatever it is. So, yeah, so he, he actually talked about that. So I, uh, I've had one Mark Cuban experience. Years ago, I launched a company with a buddy of mine called Star 38. Okay. It was the first mole to mobile caller ID spoofing company. So I could call you from my cell phone to yours and have your wife's cell phone number pop up. So you're you're the um the inventor of robocalls, basically. Yep. Well they always call me from fucking Shawnee. Five one two or what or Kansas or yeah. whatever you want. Hundred <laughs> percent. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> but in that I'm um, and this is years ago, uh, my death threats made the front page of the New York Times. Ooh. And I had moved on to something else. And I had reached out to Mark Cuban. And he emailed me back and he goes, I know who you are. You're the guy who did Star 38. Stay strong. Keep doing what you're doing. You're going to be a great entrepreneur. Nice nice thing to say. Nice yeah. thing to say. Yeah. And I was like, huh? <laughs> I didn't think I'm that. I didn't. 
and I wasn't looking for money. I was looking for advice. Yeah. Like I wasn't even pitching him to be like, hey, can you give us money for this? Yeah. I was asking about advice on something else. Like, this isn't moving. Hey, man, you post your you post your email address. I'm going to email you. Sure. And he's like, oh, no. So he did a Google and figured it out or knew who I was because there was like 400 papers around the world that posted my death threats. That knew that was yeah. <laughs> he did a Google. I like he did that a Google. Place, by the he way. did a Google. He did a Google. Not a one punch knockout here. Uh, but no, he is uh, Mark Cuban from all uh, all intensive purposes. From you know what I know. Very nice man. Yeah. And from what you know. Oh yeah, nice yeah. Man. I think I yeah. I think he's a great owner too. You need more owners like that. Yeah, yeah I think you do. Uh, less owners like the former Clippers owner. <laughs> Donald Sterling. Yeah, <laughs> just less of those. Terrible human. <laughs> terrible, ter- less terrible. Maybe and uh, you know, uh, coming to light. Maybe uh, less owners uh, like you know. I think there's a cleaning house period. The Celtics did it. Might be time for the Lakers to do it. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Like, how do you uh, how do you position that? I mean, they they've had so much success for such a long time, but I think the and, game and the has- lack. A lack of success for such a long time, right? Longest, longest stint not getting to the playoffs in franchise history. Yeah, that's happening right now. Really? Correct. Wow. And I don't. I mean, do you not? Do you not think Danny Ainge texts Magic Johnson and goes, "Told you it wasn't easy. Also, I'm better than you." (laughs) No. Come on. No. Come on. It's Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge was a prick. Yeah, but Magic is. Magic I, was unsuccessful where, where Danny Ainge like, has been successful. I like Magic, but I don't think his basketball IQ in terms of personnel is there. Like, when he was an announcer, uh, might have been for ESPN, I was like, he is, he's god-awful at this. This guy, is, oh, no, he's as horrible. talented as he is, he right. doesn't know basketball. He was good at playing basketball, yeah. and now he's good at being Magic Johnson. Yeah. And if that was the job, the whatever job he just stepped down from, the VP, I think he thought that's what it was. It was like, I'm just going to show up here every once in a while and be like, hey guys, I'm Magic Johnson. Let me shake your hand and make your day. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, I don't uh, have AIDS anymore and I'm married to grow a cookie. Actually, we need to fly you to Romania and feed you Taco Bell for a week while you scout this <laughs> 16-year-old 7'2 monster. And he's like, oh god, that sounds bad. That sounds real bad. I'm Magic Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to do and that. So, yeah, I, I just don't think that. I agree. I don't think that he has that skill set. Does Kobe? Because now they're talking about that being Kobe's job. I don't think Kobe does. I don't think Kobe has personality. I, I think there is. Is a... Danny Ainge a perfect storm of that? Danny Ainge has personality. He's just enough of a dick that he'll do big moves and everyone's like, well, it's fucking Danny Ainge. But he's also got a basketball IQ that's off the charts that made him and Dennis Johnson run that front court. And understand basketball a little bit differently than anybody else did. Yes, but I'd put Jerry West over him because Jerry West put that Warriors team together. And in my opinion, he's kind of doing the Clippers, I, with the Clippers now. No, he has no talent. I mean, I won't say no talent. Is that a he's fuck got you to Genie Bus? But he's got no talent on that Clippers team, and they made the playoffs. They had no fucking business being in the playoffs. But if I'm a if I'm a guy that's like, oh man, I want to build my career. I want to get endorsements. I want to be in acting. You don't want to go to the Lakers now. You want to go to the Clippers. Like, you're in L.A. I'm serious. They've got a ton of cash, and they've got Jerry West here in that ship. You basically put that Warriors team, a dynasty, together. Uh, and, yeah, you got a few lucky breaks. You finally weren't getting injured during the playoffs. 
But I'm I'm sitting there looking at that Clippers team, and I'm like, man, they they could be good. They could be really good these next few years if they get yeah. one or two stars. And that one or two stars could be the kid from the Pelicans, AD Anthony AD, Davis. Yeah, the Kawhi Leonard. It's not gonna be Kawhi. Oh, I think Kawhi's the one. I feel like he's one. the lead. Yeah, he's you think he's the lead. Now, if if Toronto go, you know, fucks around and wins the championship or makes it to the finals, that's Toronto's gonna fuck to around. They're gonna make it just. They're gonna make it to the. They're gonna make it right before the finals. And then lose and, to Boston. Yeah, they're gonna lose to Boston. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't think Kawhi has. And I and I believe if you know, and I could be a thousand percent wrong, but a market like San Antonio or Toronto is where Kawhi thrives. Okay. He's popular enough that no one questions you. You're big enough that you're the biggest fish in the pond. That you get to travel out and everyone celebrates you, but you do not have the pressure. And everyone could argue, well, you don't have the pressure at the Clippers that the Lakers have. But I'll tell you what: if Kawhi throws his flag in the sand at Clipper Nation, it is almost guaranteed that that is becomes the bigger franchise there, and he crumbles. No way. I know. You I don't think, think he crumbles? You've lived in LA. Or yeah, I lived in LA for twenty years. Laker Nation is so damn strong in terms of like this is their city. You built go, on you the back the of a shitty Clipper Nation, though. Yeah, well, built on saying, the back of it, though. You go to the Clippers, and it's like you're again that big fish in the small pond. Like they they had that fluke opportunity to get Chris Paul, and they did. And they had Chris Paul and Blake Griffin in like peak peak time frame for those guys. That's such a rare occurrence. Now, if they get two stars. Kawhi and AD call it. Yeah, it could happen again, but people are still going to be like, well, this is LeBron's city. LeBron's a Laker. He might bring another person in. They just had all this drama with Magic Johnson. Like, it's still a Laker town. Everything you just said, Jason, is why you should go to the Lakers. Because... <laughs> <laughs> no, because he, he goes... You go to the Lakers, and you you're the best player on the team. You're in Los Angeles, Southern California, where you want to be. But LeBron is there, and you you get to be introvert Kawhi Leonard and just hide over here and average your 28, 8, and 8 and not have to talk to people because LeBron fucking soaks that shit up for you. He's like you're he, – he's setting the pick on the media for you. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, I will say this. I uh, The Lakers have fallen into the – and everyone's like, who's up to the snatch? Nothing. Shut up. Oh, yeah. You didn't think you'd get some in-depth uh, basketball off-season free agency talk on this episode. You didn't, yeah. but you're LeBron getting it. LeBron may or may not have seen this movie. So that's LeBron, LeBron 100% has seen this movie. <laughs> he's, he is, um, he's also fallen into the trap that the Lakers uh, created when, uh, when they um, the last time they made a playoff run, a legit playoff run, and they brought in old superstars. My biggest thing about bringing LeBron in against it was he's an aging superstar. And this is what this is what the Lakers have fallen into. They've fallen into chasing aging superstars. So earlier, right, they chased Shaq, young superstar. They chased Kobe, young superstar. They got Pau Gasol, young superstar. They went after people that were young, and they could get five to ten years, good, strong years out of them. Then what happened when that when that fell apart? Karl Malone. They went after. I mean, the glove, Gary Payton. They went after Gary Payton. They got guys with knee problems. If you look at that turnaround jumper on Carl Malone in the Western semifinals and everything's falling short, well, some of it's falling short because the guy doesn't have cartilage. He can't lease cartilage with an option to buy. He doesn't have anything in his knees or his ankles or his hips. 
He's do you gone. Feel, do you feel they made that turn when they couldn't re-sign Trevor Ariza and they brought in Ron Artest after that? Like, they still won a championship, but that, they won a championship. that was essentially the same player, but one of them was like seven years older than the other. Yep, right? and they're like, oh, we can do this over. <laughs> yeah. And Ron Artest. Same contract, too. They yep, both same contract. The same contract, I think. Exactly. And uh, Ron Ar- the difference is, is that Carl Malone... I don't, I don't believe Carl Malone or Gary Payton really felt like they ever had to win a championship because of what they had accomplished. And Ron Artest, after the Pacers, okay. felt like he had to win something. Yeah. I think that's the difference. Interesting. I think that's the difference. And that mentality has fallen through, and they went after LeBron when they could have been patient, went after it. They could have played another average year, below average year, and gotten good draft picks and traded around and gone after an AD. No, but come on, man. LeBron James what? is still the best. It was the biggest. He's not the best. I... LeBron James is not the best. The best player in the NBA right now is the is the Greek Freak. He is sure. hands down he the best. He not available last summer and will not be available for a while. I, I, I think, I'll tell you what. I think that's a shitty team that would trade him out. All... Because cause all they have to do is throw a KG argument in there and go, this is, this is the world you live in. You live in a KG world where you're going to be the best at mid-tier basketball for the rest of your life, or you can come to L.A. and you force your team to make a trade. And they could have done it because at that time, they were the Lakers. Now, they're an aging superstar trading platform. That's where they live. I've got two two things I want to say about Talk that. to me. So first, first thing is look at all those guys, top four picks that were drafted with LeBron right now. Dwayne Wade, out of the NBA. Carmelo Anthony, probably out of the NBA. Chris Bosh, out of the NBA. The fact that LeBron is still performing at Darko was level, drafted number and Darko, two. Darko, yeah, number two, you're right. Out of the NBA. Is he uh, out of the NBA? God damn it. I think so. I think he's probably playing overseas. I still have all so, those Darko stuff. So that's one thing. The second thing is, I don't think that's a Laker. Like, yes, I think you're correct. But I don't think that's the Laker effect. I think that's the LeBron effect. When LeBron goes to a team and this started... After they got that big three in Miami, they just yep. and then he went back to Cleveland. They just put all these old guys around him. They're like, oh, you're LeBron's buddy. You can go play with him. You're LeBron's buddy. You can go play with him. And like Cleveland did that. Now I, I call it the LeBron effect. LeBron got you there. See and Jay Magic Williams was, was like LeBron effect. Matt Magic was like, uh, uh, yeah, oh yeah, you used to be good. Like, come play with the Lakers. You used to be good. Come play with the Lakers. But I, I don't know. I just feel like that it's a a product of LeBron going there and teams panicking saying, hey, we have to win right now. And they think that these guys who used to be kind of good, you know, JaVale McGee, Rajon Rondo. So a bigger question like, then is, in the, in the let's let's take the LeBron effect here. And Jason, then I want you to tell me, because I see your jaw going crazy. You've been very patient. You've been very patient. But in the, in the bigger effect, now. and then, and then <laughs> I'm going to let you do take this over because you're much smarter in basketball than I am. In the bigger effect... In the Popovich world, where he's won without stars, where he's won with the Jason Statham of point guards and a Ginobili, uh, where he's <laughs> bald hair don't care, bald hair don't care, almost a superstar, kind of not. Um, in that world, in everything that's happening, everything that's going on, it begs the question: Popovich does all these great things with these players. So he got a great coach. And yet no one follows that model. Everyone else follows the model of the superstar. And I wonder, in the LeBron effect area, because Steph Curry, if he decided to leave, or Clay Thompson leaves, or, or anyone else leaves, they're not having the LeBron effect. So in the world of without having the, the LeBron effect, 
what other owner sits down and goes, shit, man, fucking fundamentals. What comes back to the fundamentals? And and I'll wrap this up to the fucking movie, and we can, we, I'm going to use the rest, we can close out on this, I don't care, <laughs> but here's the deal. Guy Ritchie was at fundamentals with Snatch. Yeah. Good fight, beat him up, robbery on robbery on robbery. Look at the stars, yeah. But he had good, but but they weren't all A-list stars at the time. Sure, none of them were. Brad Pitt was. Brad Pitt was. Brad he was. Pitt. He was. He was the. He was your anchor. Because Benicio del Toro. Benicio he was del Usual Toro. Suspects yeah. coming out of Usual Suspects. He was, okay, Statham wasn't quite there. No. Nope. Yeah, I think Brad Pitt's your lead. So you've got a lead, but you don't have. The, but he still wasn't the mega superstar that he is today. And in fact, on the Amazon thing, Benicio del Toro was the face, not Brad Pitt. Yeah. So, so in that in this world of, of trying to, and Jay, you're I mean allegedly you uh you might have some San Antonio Spurs tickets. Uh, I am a Spurs season ticket holder. Get at me if you want uh, tickets for uh, round two. That's right, round two. Round two. We're going to round two. Oh, 100%. here, hundred percent. So get after this, White. Well, come on, get after this. Look, you'd say Popovich does it all without these stars. I would say what Popovich is incredible at is as a talent talent evaluator is. First of all, he has Tim Duncan, who's like the seventh best player of all time. Yeah. But then he finds guys like Tony Parker at the end of the first round, who might be, if I'm going to follow with this movie, maybe he's Jason Statham at the time that you make stat- a snatch. Is, is like, this guy is a movie star, but people just don't know it yet. Sure. This is somebody who has been overlooked. Uh, the same with Manu Ginoli at the end of the second round. Uh, Kawhi Leonard was what the 16th pick or something like that so he what what Popovich I think is brilliant at is finding those guys that like this guy is incredibly undervalued right now and that's why I'm going to trade a guy like George Hill who I love because we have to get this guy he's going to be one of the five best guys in the league soon and so that is what Popovich is great at uh, to say that he's doing it without superstars I don't think is correct I, I would I would disagree with that as well but I think I think what he is really good at as well as resting his players and you see other teams now doing that he doesn't get and get sucked up into the flash of the regular season he's like i need you there i need you i need you healthy for playoffs and i think he started that trend which 82 games like especially like rookies those guys are used to playing i'm glad the lakers embraced that trend with lebron well i mean honestly it was smart to shut him down like you guys well of course yeah this, this is, they probably should have shut him down when he just making your draft hurt his groin on christmas day yeah because it i was like that. try to get a better draft pick like that's what i am nervous about. i'm a clippers fan that's what i was nervous about with the clippers is i was like okay oh, yeah. you guys are going to be an eight seed or seven seed you're going to get blown the fuck out in the first round and then you just blew your draft pick. That was last year as well. We had back-to-back draft picks. Didn't get Michael Porter Jr. We'll see how that works out for us. Uh, but we could have tanked and got a higher draft pick. So, like, that's if you're not elite, you need to be at the bottom and you need to just build from the draft. As a Clippers fan, coming back from 31 points? Genius. Oh, my God. So, hold on. So, here's, here's fun numerology. Here's Hey, for all you numerology nerds out there, here's a fun thing. The Warriors are the only team to blow a 3-1 lead <laughs> oh, in the good. finals. That's good. <laughs> you like this? Yeah. Huh? And they're the only team to blow a 31-point lead. I mean, mark of the beast, the end times are coming. So, Can you change your number in season? Because if I'm a player and I'm playing against the Warriors, I want to wear 31. I'm just, just for that game, I just want to wear number 31. Could there be – Could you? I don't know if you could do this in the NBA, but if, if, if all the Clippers 
could change the number to 31 to be 31A, 31B, yeah. 31C. Or fan night, where all the fans were number 31. Oh. And they, like, hand out, like, Clippers. If you're not doing 30, if you're not doing fan night with 31, if, if you're not out there, I mean, and I don't want to get Steph inspired to, to make any more yeah. threes or Clay uh, to make any more threes. 31 but, threes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Only people that shoot more than me on a basketball court. <laughs> But they make them. Yeah. God bless them. Uh, I, I, I mean, I find it fascinating. I just, as the Clippers go, though, they, they come back from 31. Is that the beginning of heartbreak for you? And I, I mean that honestly. Like, they come back from 31 like, shit, it's 1-1. No. We could win this series. No, I, I would argue that the NBA playoffs is... Fixed? No. Well, <laughs> there, there is an argument for that. But I, I would say that it's the most... Like legitimate form and sports of the best team wins. Like football, like somebody gets hurt one game Luck. or something like that. Like like you could you can go out there and win hockey. Well, you could score two goals and win a just game. Look, right? Just look at we're getting real sports talky here. But what is happening <laughs> in the Stanley Cup playoffs? You just had Tampa Bay, the best. They literally had the best record in the history of the league and were swept in the first round yeah. because of you say luck, but just variance. Like that's the way that. Basketball is a game that is is unique in that the best team wins much more often than in other sports. Yep. And is it seven a, games, like... Is it all... I mean... You almost games. always have the best team. Yep. Yep. It's also, you know, with with multiple games being played against against other players, right? You also have the variance that they, they have cheerleaders and hockey doesn't. Mm. <laughs> Ho- hockey's got the, like... Not some LA Kings games. There's, like... Girls in skimpy clothing that clean the ice. Like I don't know what really? they're called. Yeah, but what? they're not. They're not probably called cheerleaders, but like they're wearing a cheerleader's uniform. If you and will, cleaning ice, cleaning ice. Like they'll they'll. Are they driving the Zamboni? No, they have like the shovels and like they're like the look at it. Look at them. Still, still got, still got the fat guy driving the Zamboni going. Yep, yeah. yeah. cheering for me, bitches. With like a little kid <laughs> in the back who's like. Yeah, this is, the, this is my wish. Yeah. This is my wish. Albert, uh, the movie has ended. We got balls deep into basketball. Yeah, yeah. That happens when you sit, sit around with me. I, I no, I, I appreciate it. I, I, I appreciate the time, first of all. I know you're busy and, and doing stuff. Um, the Nice Kicks family uh, being being generous with their time. I appreciate that as well. Uh, I know you shoot a lot of videos. Um, we play basketball and stuff. You, you, you're testing shoes and socks and, yeah. and other things. Where can people get at you on social um, I personally am available on Instagram at the Albert Briggs. So Albert Briggs was taken, that motherfucker. No, I just tried to like, <laughs> oh, wow, official. makes me sound like I'm super cocky. Um, <laughs> but I highly recommend follow Nice Kicks. Um, you can you guys only have up. a million followers. So We have 3.3 million yeah. followers. So follow, hey, Damn. what the... the yeah. People, follow Nice Kicks. Don't make them feel like the bastard yep. child of the internet. You'll see us every Tuesday on Tryout Tuesday. That's what we film when we go play hoops. Nice. Um, so you'll see us every every Tuesday. We're, we'll be talking about shoes. Um, follow at Nice Kicks. Follow. Is it at Tryout Tuesday or hashtag Tryout Tuesday? Uh, we use the hashtag. Hashtag, the hashtag good. But we only do it in IG stories, so it's gone after a day. Okay. Limited window there. Um, and feel free to email us. Info at... NiceKicks.com. Um, we'll send you back a note. We'll we'll riff, you know, with you about some shoes. We're we're available. Excellent, Jason Dick. Always a pleasure. Yeah. 
My uh, aim is Fat J thirty three P H A T J thirty three. Get at me on Instagram. What's uh? What's your um? What's your uh? PlayStation. What's your handle on PlayStation? Let's make up. Do you know? Let's make up PlayStation gamer tags. Because I, I, my people made fun of me for a while, and I don't play any PlayStation Live whatever things anymore. But. I somehow are you? I misclicked and just got the auto-generated thing, and oh, so Jesus. my name for the five years I did that was Waxiest Apple. Waxiest mm. Apple. <laughs> waxiest. First of all, not a bad. Yeah, take that. It wasn't also, Waxiest Apple Thirty One. I was the Waxiest, waxiest Apple. Apple. One and only. Yeah. And if you're a rock band who wants to play anywhere in the world. As far as it comes to grocery stores, <laughs> Waxiest Apple, I believe, is the yeah. name that you go with. I believe that's the name that you, you run after, like Prefontaine. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Uh, we always appreciate the time. Albert, thanks again for joining us. Uh, of course, at Talking During Movies on Instagram, uh, Talking During Movies podcast at Gmail, and Talk During Movie. Uh, that's where we're at. Now is your favorite time of the show where my daughter sings about the first time she took a shit. Enjoy.